Light him up. All right. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah. Bottle cap hit Steve in the You tickets. did. Yeah. Right in the dick. There you go. So here we are. Uh, we are now at episode 292, right? 292. 292. Holy. Dangerously close to 300. Yeah. Do we get to have like uh, CGI abs and stuff and wear kilts and be like 300? 300! Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think we a got a lot of CGI party. there. Yes, that'd be a lot. <laughs> and we could kick somebody into a big hole. Yeah. yeah. Or not. The So I did want to call attention to the fact that we're doing it again. Outside? Never the same podcast twice. No. Nope. So we're doing it outside, but with the aid of uh, graphic video aids. Yes. Right? Um, remember for all of our podcast attendees, you gotta deep throat it today. Today's the day that you gotta get up in personal because there's so much ambient noise out here. There is. So if you wanna talk, lean in and make it count. I'll make my processors work overtime to take a lot of it out. Yeah. But it is, I mean, the, listen, as much as we love doing this for right. all the guys, yeah. we have to enjoy ourselves too. Absolutely. And yeah. how much in Cleveland do we get this weather? No. This is, uh, this is what we call San Diego light. <laughs> a, Without enjoy, fires. Enjoy the weather. You get five of these a year. Five of these a year. For all the COVID that's been going around, the weather certainly has been great. I this don't know what has it, been the year for weather. The earth is healing. You're right. Yeah, and that's right. exactly it. So no COVID, or so COVID, no uh Cut down on the traffic. Nobody's the CO2 no levels are going down. Everything's gone way down. And you know what it's turning into? Cleveland's turning into the best place to be yeah yeah and it is it, you know, i think i've been outside more than i have in the past 20 or 25 yeah. years this year i i totally agree and it's for me i've been able to get down the lake and use my kayak and use my canoe and stuff and every sunday we try to do something because but the other side of that is working here our our fucking Mondays through Saturdays is madness. I love I love the fact that that you guys are closed on Mondays, right? Because you usually travel. I'm picking up and delivering right. bikes. Yeah, so, so I'm literally. Somebody was like, yeah. "Well, if you were smart, you'd be open seven yeah, days a week, uh, twenty four hours a day, three hundred and seventy two days a year." Seems stupid to be closed on Sunday and Monday. Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all. If you're new to the game, motorcycle shops are always closed on Sunday and Monday or closed on Sunday and Wednesday if they hate their staff. Right. Okay. But that's been the way it's been for since I was a little kid. And Sunday and Monday is basically so we can be open on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Get your shit out of the way. Do your buy-in on Saturday. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not at work because you work a normal person job. And then Sunday is the day you go ride. Right. So don't go to the motorcycle shop on Sunday. You're supposed to be riding, people. Right. And then Saturday's the day you do your shopping and get your supplies for Sunday. So people yeah. that don't own a motorcycle, right. you buy them before Sunday. You're right. And then exactly. you ride them you on You ride them on Sunday. Sunday. Right. right. And you pick your bike up from the service department on Saturday. Saturday. Right. So you can ride it on Sunday. Because everybody... The yeah. guy that worked on your bike yeah. is riding on Sunday. Yeah, I hope that so. works yeah, out good right. though, because if it's not, if it doesn't turn out well, they can't bring it back on Monday. They have to wait yeah. till Tuesday. <laughs> that's a good point. And that's why Tuesdays are psychotic around here. So, for since COVID, so what has happened is historically speaking, Tuesdays we're selling a lot of parts and doing work on a lot of bikes because people broke shit on Sunday, right? And Monday they festered on it. Tuesday they show up at the door proper pissed off. So we work on the bikes Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, the whole thing. But what's weird is we are now selling more bikes on a Tuesday than we ever did on a Saturday. Our Saturdays now have chilled the fuck out because people aren't going to the traditional job thing. People are spending time with their families on that, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. God forbid anybody should be working from home but be right. here buying a bike. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is strange. So we were kind of we've been tracking our sales since coronavirus started in March 
And it's been funny that our Tuesdays have been much stronger than our Saturdays. Huh. Um, historically, like it's really kind of crazy because people are literally being paid yes. by motorcycles. Yes, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, have you had somebody come in with their laptop and their cell phone or yeah. everything? Like when they're I'm still on off the clock. The clock <laughs> they're not here. Yeah, they're somewhere else. So it's really funny. So that's been a really crazy thing here at the shop. The uh, the other thing that's been funny is we have just had to get very far, hard and fast on the mask rule and everything else. You know, we're doing that, but we're still selling bikes and it's working great. But we, re- we joked in other podcasts about like these absolute shitbox bikes that are getting dragged out of the basement or out of the barn or whatever. The number of bikes that we have brought in that are have not run in five years is staggering. Like it's almost impossible. The number of machines that have come in here that have not fired a shot in anger in over five years. It's crazy. So totally a different thing. Totally weird for us. Uh, but craziest summer ever and that being said i'm really looking forward to october like settling this whole thing down and i do i love it when the guys are wearing the cut vests the giant cut vest and then shorts and flip-flops oh yeah yeah so that's yeah it's been like spring all summer long yeah oh yeah it has been like spring all summer long instead of squids they should call them spuds they are spuds potato 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 yeah maybe we should go around the table and introduce ourselves yep we're gonna go to my left as soon as dan gets done uh constabulating so dan you brought a camera what has a video projector built into it uh, a phone that I mean it oh, actually yeah. Sorry, right. just slaps on. Oh, it does. They separate. Yeah, I okay. mean that's my phone. That's your phone. And then uh, you just set it on top of the video projector. So it has a video projector yeah. backpack. That's what it's what we used for our speaker phone last yep. week too. It's a it separate. Sounds camera. Great. It sounded yeah, fucking it did great, sound awesome. man. Yeah, it did. I hope I hope you're I hope the dude from Janice is happy because I have not done a follow up phone call with him yet, but I would hope he. Chris is supposed to send the yeah. links to him this week. Yeah, but he can't be sad about that. It was a great interview. You did a great job. The guy I responded well. I think he was a fantastic yeah. interview. So yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. Rich. I really appreciate yep. that. That was yep. cool. So, Dan Kromke. Oh, yeah. Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> and what did you ride today? Uh, my Triumph. Your Triumph, yeah. 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 Getting, putting the miles on a yeah. Triumph. I rode all afternoon, went yeah. home, had dinner, grabbed my stuff, and came and rode here. Nice. And then to your left, Steve Hofford. Again on a barrel of monkeys. And, right. and I put a. Uh, 900 miles on that on my vacation. So. Nice! I was going to say, I didn't think you were going to be here, but yet, here you are. Yeah, I had uh, some issues. I had to come back from vacation, but it's all right. We're happy about We're this. We're happy you're here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, up in New York's like heaven. Yeah. I'd rather be there. Much rather be there. Yeah. But I'm glad I'm here. Well, we're glad you're here too. Goddammit! Yep. Did you take the monkey up in your car? Like, how did you guys? How do you I transport? I threw it in the back of my pickup. Oh yeah, it's the, you took the pickup. Because you got the right new pickup, so. right? Yeah. So yeah, perfect. I was going to take the dump truck, <laughs> which I'm going to in, in two weeks when I go back. You're going to take the dump truck all the way to Speculator. Yeah, because I have to tear out a deck. Oh okay. So you'll really need the dump truck there. Right. We're, we're resetting that. We have a seawall, so we have to reset the seawall. Okay. And. We're tearing out the deck and doing some. We're putting in a screened-in porch because the on one half of the deck yeah. and like a canopy over the other because the bugs, black are, flies, man, uh, the black flies in June, yeah. and then the mosquitoes like at dusk. I mean, there there's amazing amount of bugs up yeah. there. But then at night, like at like eleven o'clock or twelve in the morning, 
I was taking pictures of the stars like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. So oh, I was, saw some of those. That's amazing. Like it was. You can see the Milky Way. Yeah. The, the, the one night, they had lightning over the mountains, and the star, like all the clouds were gone. So wow. I could take pictures of the stars, but then the mountains are all lit up because of the lightning behind the mountains. Wow. So it was a It was a great trip. And that's fantastic. I drank way too much, though. Well, yeah, that's what you do when you're under. But let me ask you, did you feel really small? Like, when you see all that? I always feel like I'm nothing. So. Yeah. All right. I but, just, I mean, but the, the thing is, when you look here, like, when you're in the, in the city, you see, like, 20 stars in right. the sky. Yeah. When you go there, you take a picture. Oh, it's crazy. You see a white splotch in the sky. Hey. Well, I have a telescope. I mean, I have a good telescope, too. So you take your telescope and you, you know, it's, it's, I don't know what, like how much of the sky you really see with it. Right. Like, it's a tiny, tiny, minuscule part of the sky, but in just the vision of that telescope, right. you cannot count, you can't count the number the of stars there are in your, in your, in your vision. So, wow. I mean, we, if you ever go in the desert or I mean, people need yeah. to get out where it's dark and see that there are probably a trillion stars out there. I mean, there's right. there's more, there are more stars in the national debt. Well, so. it, it actually turns out that you don't have to go out into the desert because after you sent that picture, I forwarded it to my wife and daughter right. because Piper kind of is a stargazer and, and has always lamented light uh, pollution. Light pollution, yeah. And so I started looking at like, well, because I know Dan has talked about dark spots and stuff, places where you can go. Right. And one of the things that I was able to Google is east of Chardon mm -hmm. is one of eight international dark spots really? in, in the USA. Interesting. Really? And so what it is, is it's a park out there. It's an obser observatory park. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And that what they have done is they've done everything they can to all the businesses and residences in the area right. to, to turn down the light pollution. So, and it's really just as simple as putting shades on any lights you have right. so no light goes up, goes it all up. goes down. Okay. And it also more efficiently lights the ground and what sure. you need to see right. because you're keeping it from escaping it into to the sky. Wow, that's So cool. we definitely want to try to go out there some night and, and see what's up. Check that. Yeah, oh, I'll definitely. Get, I mean, I'd, I'd like to go out there yeah. myself. Yeah, me too. I, I, I know yeah. you went to the uh, to look at the the what was that? The comet? Or yeah, the uh, were you able I to see it? No, I never saw it. We gotcha. were too late or too early, mm -hmm. or it wasn't good. We never actually saw that, but mm -hmm. we tried. Yeah. Did you do any riding today? Nope. So who is letting? Um, Did I do any riding this week? Nope. <laughs> who, who is to the right of uh, the sewer guy? Johnny Mac. Okay. I don't ride motorcycles anymore. <laughs> Have you had anybody try to buy your Vespa? Uh, no. No. I had a couple people try. Uh, the two phone calls that I got or text messages that I got yeah. were out-of-state zip code things that I just was like, no. Do you have How much you want for it? Two grand. Okay. Is it on Facebook Marketplace? Well, we could certainly talk amongst us. <laughs> it would not be two grand. Is it on Facebook? It is not on Facebook oh. Marketplace. A good friend of mine told me like you got to put it on Marketplace. Uh, yeah. I tried to tell you, man. Well, I put it on I put it on Craigslist because at the time there were two other ones out there, right. 
and yeah. one was like twenty six hundred dollars, yeah. another one was eighteen hundred dollars with a blown out starter. And but everything. I'm telling you, I put I put a bike on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. I had one hit on Craigslist yeah. and forty seven hits on yeah. Facebook Marketplace. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. Honestly, Craigslist these days is just like dealerships putting yep. up ads. You're right. Or are old men that are like, I will take forty seven hundred dollars for this broken thing, mm-hmm. yeah. and I paid five dollars, which I would not have right. had to pay on. Marketplace. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's true. So that's I don't good. know. It's just one of those things where I'm like, I got to do something. I, uh, and I don't even know if that's the bike I necessarily want to sell, but it's right. one that's running and could be sold. So it's I'm easy like, to sell. Yeah. Let's right. get it out right. there. Right. Go to Facebook like, Marketplace. You'll never get so many messages into your uh, Facebook Messenger. I see you're asking $2,700. Would you take 50 no, 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 not even that. Not it's, even it's, that. It's, is this still available? The one button laziest answer ever. It's the one button press. Mm-hmm. It's almost worth deleting all of those people. Right. Because well, no if I was going to do it, you know, and I've yeah. even read, I've been to Facebook Marketplace right. and it's like, you know, respond with a, a phone number and right. say, you know, right. and that's right. how I wrote my Craigslist ad, you know, contact me to make arrangements to come see it. Right. Right. Yep. That's what it is. So to his left, Nick DeVito. What did you ride tonight? I rode a Hyundai Veloster N. Woo! 2027 yep. or something? What is it? <laughs> right, right. It's from the future. <laughs> it came back. It's a pretty car, man. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm gorgeous. I'm, yeah. I'm happy with it so far. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm. Did anything fantastic. happen when you hit 88 mile so, an hour? No, no. But here's I have a the question b- about it too. Hold on, but before you start, here's the best part about Nick. Nick buys a car. What? Five days ago? Four days ago? Yeah. Okay. And he shows up today and he goes, I'll be autocrossing next, next <laughs> weekend. On Sunday. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. test it out. I'm going to autocross this in two days. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was asking him if he broke it in yet. He says it has not been broken in. No. Yeah. Not, not with his girlfriend, not, not with another girl, or even no. by himself. It's not been romantically broken in. <laughs> no. No. So what, what was causing, I mean, not causing, but, you know, there, I hear two distinct different sounds come out of it when you revved it. What made the sound change so much? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, go ahead. No, no, you go. Oh, it, it, it has an, uh, like a flap in the exhaust, mm-hmm. so it either silences it or does not. Okay. It has um, snuffer knots. <laughs> does it have snuffer knots. Yep. yep. So you can, you know, based on whether, whether in normal mode or their end performance mode, right. um, it, it's either loud Right. Or it's not. Or noisy. Yeah, it has the bangs. You know, it has the like the the spool up the turbo and then let off the throttle and it bang 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 bang. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It makes those noises from the it, factory. It makes all the pops. Yep. It makes all the pops. Yep. <laughs> makes all the noises. Enjoy that. It's only going to last for about what ten thousand, twenty thousand miles before that gets stuck. <laughs> but that being said, it's a new body style. Right. The exhaust right. is no longer in the middle, and it's right. a it's a very sexy looking it's a nice sexy car. car. Yeah, yeah. To keep that working, just use it a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Keep yep. it moving. That's a good idea. No, I'm happy. I'm happy so far. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you want it to get stuck open or do you want it to get stuck closed? Well, open, of course. Yeah. The shocking <laughs> thing to me was that they agreed to take your Fiat, your Cinquecento. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that they agreed to take your Cinquecento just means that nobody even looked at it. Here's well, this it. is a uh, twenty-nine thousand without a trade-in. It's twenty-nine thousand. No, three hundred with a trade-in. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. What are we going to have to cost to t- take this down to the dump? Well, well, here's the thing is because of COVID, all of the negotiations happened over email. Right. Yeah. So they, they asked me what my trade-in was. I said it was a, a 2013 Fiat 500. Pristine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Never raised. They said, never. they said, okay, that's great. 
Send me some photos. Never had the motor fall out of it. Yep. That's the best way to buy a car. I, mean, right. I, I bought, uh, we bought one of my wife's cars over the phone when we were in Wisconsin yep. from the dealership that we use here. And yep. it was awesome. So, well, so and it is a new car, so it's not like you got, oh, well, I really should go look at it first. I mean, it's right. a new car. I'm new assuming car. it has a warranty and stuff yep. like that. So. Right. And I, I did get to test drive it first, uh, but they, they asked for the photos, they asked how many miles were on the Fiat, right. and, and that was about it. And yeah. they said, okay, we can offer you $2,000 for it. And I'm like, Suckers. all right, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Congratulations on your Fiat. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. You don't know you could have offered me 500 and I would have taken it. But you drove it in. Was offering right. I, did, drove it I in. did drive yeah. it in. And honestly, it felt fantastic. Really? And yeah. somebody will drive it away. Yeah. I fixed it enough oh, that, that I fell back in love with the <laughs> fixed Fiat. Fixed it enough. So. <laughs> so. Exactly how far do I have to fix this car to fall back in love with it? <laughs> right. Yeah. More importantly, how much do I need to fix it to trade it in? Yes. Yeah. That's, exactly <laughs> yeah, right. that's a more important yep. question. I can tell you that from trading in my one Volvo one time, all you need is one gear on an automatic transmission, yes. and you can still <laughs> you can trade the totally car. Totally make it there. Yeah. Yep. Drive it home. Yeah. Man, this was this was a uh, Ganley West Side though, so uh -huh. I had to drive it all the way up to Cleveland. And, mm -hmm. uh, it, yeah. I was honestly nervous. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Yeah. That no shit. <laughs> well, considering like the last three times you drove it, yeah. 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 Considering that when my wife surgery. and I, when my wife and I traded in our Fiat for our Hyundai. We stopped twice on the way to the dealership <laughs> to make sure that the head gasket problem wouldn't pop up accidentally, you know? Don't well, let it warm up. No, we right. were like, okay, it's been 20 minutes, shut it off. Because we had to do the opposite. We had to go all the way over to the east side mm -hmm. to trade in that car to get the, the Hyundai we bought. So um, ours, of course, is an Elantra, nothing at all remotely like the Veloster. Yeah. Well, they they have the the Elantra N now. Well, my Elantra has a six speed. Yep. So it has a six speed, but that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't have anything fa resembling fancy wheels. It's you know just a very basic car. Well, I also felt this this weird. I don't know. Any cars that I'm interested always yeah. end very quickly yes, because do. nobody buys. Them. Nobody buys. So it, yeah. so I felt like. Maybe I'm doing my part. I don't know. <laughs> You're I'm going to help ultra rare Hyundai. This plucky right. little South Korean company. I'm just right. going to do my best to help usher them into the, the next decade. I know that I know it was struggling. only available for two years. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes, because those uh, Sonatas aren't all still on the road from the, the early, you know, late 90s. Yeah. Despite my efforts, I guarantee within yeah. two years there will be no Veloster N. No, they will discontinue the Veloster. Yeah. Right. It'll be a they'll have a hybrid project. Go electric. That was cool. But that looked like the most uncomfortable pedaling position it ever. It did, it did. His, it did. his butt was literally like just above the electric motor. Yeah. So his pedaling was not really good. No. Technically it was a moped, but not really. Not really, yeah. No. Yeah. no. Not much, not much at all. So he gets credit for that. And to his left. Oh, me, Steve Sleepy. Steve Sleepy Cinch driving what? Whoa. Just, just some, oh, the U-Haul truck just backed into the guy backing out of the parking spot just backed into a U-Haul truck. Oh, that was that was crazy. Yeah. Just as he was turning into U-Haul. I think the guy was turning into U-Haul and the guy just shot out of the parking spot. Yeah. The guy probably thought the U-Haul truck was going to clear him and keep going at 30 miles an hour. Well, so he, he threw it in reverse and backed it out. He pulled back into the spot. He did pull back into the spot. He thought that U-Haul truck had proceeded gaily forward down Lorraine right. when the U-Haul truck had stopped to turn into the U-Haul lot. There was no space for him to just take off. No, so. no, that was it. So he hit he hit that U-Haul really hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, you heard it here, folks. Oh, wait, wait. 
They're oh, there's a, yelling. There's yelling. He's yelling. Yeah, they're having a high volume discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. For it's, some people, I can tell you that's just talking. That's yeah. just talking. Yeah. It, it is very so. Anyway, Steve, behind you, I shall illuminate it with my. I, I just rode some bike. Just some bike. Just some bike. Yeah. Just probably that. the cheriest GS 850G I have ever seen in my natural born life. It. Sh if it wasn't such a boring bike, it would be in a museum. <laughs> Is, so are, we, are we saying that that's original paint? Because it looks, no, it's, it's got to be done, no, really? right? It's so gorgeous. So I've longed for... Here's the story. 50 years to have a Phil story. Because Phil has stories that everybody's like, that can't be true. Yeah. And you're like, no, I know Phil and it's true. And so I have a Phil story and it's fucking crazy. So, as we all know, as I, I rode a couple weeks ago, I, yeah. I had bought the the brown eighty, the, the brown nineteen eighty, which was pretty nice, which was beautiful, Very, as great, yeah. mechanically great, yeah. um, visually okay, yeah. needed a little work, couple things, uh, fork, you know, fork seals, whatever. Right. So it was like a project bike, and I was kind of stoked about it. And when I bought it, I told the guy that my intention was to make it as close to original as I could. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have a hacksaw involved in any right. part of this motorcycle. Right. And like, I'm going to use it as a learning experience to maybe learn how to paint really well. Right. And do things like that. Like I've, I've done mechanics a long time, but I was really going to focus on making this thing really nice, you know, and I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Right but I still intend to do that. So as I was going over the bike and stuff like that, I noticed, I was like, oh shit, I kind of need this this one thing. I wonder if the guy had it. So I called the guy and I said, hey, do you have, and I, I can't even remember what it was. It was something stupid, but it was like, it's impossible to find and it might, he might've had it in his garage. And he was like, no, I don't have that. But the guy that I got the bike from might have it. I don't have his phone number anymore. Here's his email. So I sent this dude an email and I said, hey, his name's John. And his email was like, John at, at like, friendster.com wow. or something right like it was like some <laughs> ridiculous thing and so i say hey john i picked up your old 80 gs 850 and um i love it i'm going to try to refurb it back to what right. it should be yep. and i was wondering about whatever my name's steve blah, blah, whatever yeah. so i'm nothing you know days go by whatever you know and then all of a sudden i get this email back and it's like here's my phone number and that's it yeah okay so I'm not a phone call kind of guy, so I text right. and I say, hey, this is Steve, you sent me your phone number. I'm the guy that owns your brown GS850, trying to make it back to original right. you know, performance and style, whatever, right. um, blah, blah, whatever. And so a day or two goes by because this guy doesn't understand that text messages are actually a conversation. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like an email. It's, it's like when an you email. get to right. it, you get yeah. to when it, you right? Get to it, you get to it. Yeah. So a couple days go by. You are aware that device makes calls. Right, right. yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I yeah. probably should have done that, but whatever. <laughs> so a couple days go by and I get an email back and it says, oh, hey. He's like, oh, that's great to hear. He says, what are your intentions with that bike? And so I said. What's his daughter? And I said back and I said. What are your intentions? I said, uh. I'm really trying to make it back to stock. I'm gonna probably repaint it at some point, but probably keep it the same color and try to make it as good as it can be. Right. I, I don't want a cafe racer it. I don't want to do anything. I, I, I'm involved with a bunch of guys that are into vintage motorcycles and we like to keep them pretty much keep the way they came right. yep. from the factory. Nothing for a day, nothing for a day and a half. Then oh, all man. of a sudden I get a text. Oh, he on, had chorn to do. On Monday of this week. Okay. And says, I might have something that might interest you a lot. Okay, fair enough. And then the next line was, 
how much money do you have? <laughs> so I wrote back to the guy and I'm like, I don't know what you're offering. I'm just looking for this like dumb, like it was like a, a cosmetic. I, I can't yeah. even think it was like a fucking reflector or something. Right. right? And so I was like, I, I go, I just bought your other bike for right. 1200 bucks. I don't have a lot of money, blah, right. blah, whatever. Nothing for a few hours, comes back. He's like, how much money can you bring with you if you came to buy something? And like, literally, that's yeah. how vague it was, That's right? super vague, yeah. And I was like, I could probably wrangle 250 bucks. He's like, do you have a trailer? I said, yes. He's like, where are you? I said, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. He's like, okay. He's like, if you can get here tomorrow, bring the money that you have and you won't be disappointed. You know what? It sounds like he was going to take you in a field and yeah. pull you and throw you well, in a hole. Right. Me, and, and believe me, I discussed this with my wife. I'm like, I'm about to take an adventure where I might, I don't know what's going to be the outcome of this, right. but I might get fucked in the ass and die, or I might come home. And she was like, I don't care either way. The important part is you might come home right. with a motorcycle. Right. Well, no, I did He said to bring a trailer. Yeah, he said to bring a trailer. He said to bring a trailer. And I said, so what am I getting into? I'm like, uh, he's like, he goes, well, can you take a bike home? And, and I said, he has, have you, I said, well, I brought the brown one home in this trailer. So I right. can, he's like, okay, great. He's like, I guarantee you, you will not waste your time. Okay, right on. So, well, why does he have to be so vague about? Because well, he's sport I'm getting fucking. There. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> so it's Tuesday. I'm at work, and work is taking for fucking ever, right? And I'm trying to get out of there. And finally, at about four o'clock, I realized that none of my bosses are there. Nobody else is there. I had brought my trailer with me, so right. I just fucking go out the front door and I fucking head out to this guy's address. Five hours and 24 minutes to get to his address. It's way the fuck around Lake Erie, all the way up in Michigan, all the way almost to the UP. So I'm driving, 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 I'm just fucking driving. And I told the guy, I text him when I was an hour out. So I text right. him when I'm an hour out, no response. Right, because he doesn't. Nothing, yeah, right. man. I'm just like. And now you're fuck. sweating. I'm like, fuck, I just right. drove all this right. way, whatever. All right, hold on. Okay, so. I start, I start to get, and we're getting out, we're getting into the sticks of Michigan. Right. There's not, it's not a city. No. There's no, there's no mile roads anymore. No. It's Michigan, right? And I get, I'm pulling down and there's I put- Buckeyes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but so I get to, I get to an area where it's like, you know, houses are starting to get sparse. And then I pull down this road and it's like this trees and road. And hey, then wait, there- Was there a guy in a tree playing a banjo? No, there was not that. <laughs> But so then I see, like, it's almost looks like an old gas station, and it's an old thing, and I'm like, holy shit. This is in like Michigan, a, they play the accordion, right? That's not <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so I pull into this thing, and as soon as I pull in, a light goes on by the front door, and I'm like, I'm probably in the right place. So this is the first time I got to meet John. John is 81 years old. And how late Ooh. in the evening is this? I mean, this has got to be nice. I got there at, night. at 9.43 in wow. the, at night. All right, so okay. it's well dark. Yep, yeah. well dark. And so John comes out, he's like, Steve. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, John? He's like, yeah. John is a guy that is wearing um, what you would consider 1950s gas attendant gear. Okay, all right. <laughs> and yeah. he probably hasn't changed it in three years. Or oh, he has 20 of those. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So this is yeah. what John's wearing. And John says, how you doing? How's your trip? I said, okay. And I'm like, I'm, 
pretty interested on what we're doing. Right. And he's like, again, you're not going to be disappointed. And I right. said, okay. Right. And he's like, so again, tell me what your plan. I was like, well, I was going to redo the bike and all. I was going to try to paint it. Like I've never, I've painted, but I really want to do a nice job right. on it. I want to keep it, whatever. And he's like, okay, so like, you're not, hacksaws are not part of your vocabulary. And I'm like, no, no, not, no. And I'm like, I hang with a bunch of guys that refab old bikes and like, we're into this stuff. He's like, great, perfect. We walk in and I see this fucking diamond jewel. It looks like there's lights pointing down on this fucking thing, yeah. right? And it's just glowing. And he's like, what do you think about that? And I'm like, that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, right. He's like, how much money did you bring with you? And I said, I told you I got $250. I saved $100 so I could buy gas and pay the tolls to get here That's and right. stuff. Because, yeah. you know, there's right. tolls to get to Michigan exactly. if you want to yeah. get there within a day. You know, right, <laughs> whatever. And he's like, okay. He's like, what if I told you that you can take this home and you give me that 250 bucks? So what this is, is it's a 1982 uh, GS850G right. that has been taken down to the frame powder coated, yeah. refurbished every nut Everything. and bolt, put yeah. back together. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I'm like, and so now I'm like kind of worried that like he's gonna be, and I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. Right. Like that's and what I'm waiting yeah, yeah, yeah. for, right? Right. But he said what happened was, is there was a guy up there in Michigan. What's your problem with that, by the way? Right. This is a very nice. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't have had a problem with it at all. <laughs> but at least I would have Bring known. Bring $250 a trailer and what size gimp suit do you wear? <laughs> <laughs> so, Don't worry, I have them all. I just need to know what size. But but here's where it gets interesting. And I have so, plenty of am soil. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, apparently there was a guy that lived up in that area that was a Suzuki freak. Okay. And he was a collector. Right. And he had paid a bunch of dudes across the country to build bikes for him. Okay. That fit the different years for his collection. So he could have a collection, yeah. And he died. Oh. But, but his he, bikes were all out in the world. But he also prepaid and they were all these paid guys to rebuild the bike. To do the work. Yep. So this gentleman, John, who is 82, and his wife died 35 years ago. So oh he is. Oh my God. He has been. John is 82. John's 82. His his wife died 35 years ago. Right. He's been a motor. He had a shop she or was worked 100. in a shop yeah. or something. Right. And then his wife died, and he became a garage hermit. Right. That his whole goal in life is just to work on motorcycles right. and wear 1950s gas to right. stuff, and that's his gig. And not right? have to think about it. But he got to be 82, and his his eyesight was starting to go, and so he's moving to Denver, Colorado, where his kids now have residence. Okay. Okay. Great. He Who, had his sent, kids are in their 60s. I'm sure, yeah. like 50, 60, whatever. <laughs> But he had sent most of his belongings and stuff in a moving truck, and he had a bunch of bikes, and he'd been trying to sell this bike for a long time. Okay. And it yeah. got to the point, because it's a Suzuki GS850 sure. that nobody gives a fuck about, because every hipster is looking for Hondas. Of course. Nobody bought yeah. it. Right. And so it got to the point where he was going to have to pay $800 to $1,000 and to ship, ship Absolutely. out to Colorado. Yeah. Fair game. And so when he heard from the guy that I bought the brown bike from, that there was a guy that was into these bikes and didn't want to fuck them, and yeah. just keep them the way they were. Right. He said, "Guys, thrilled. I would rather give this bike to this kid for whatever money he right. has." And I say, "Kid, I'm 50, yeah, but I'm whatever." 50 years old, but I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. And so I gave the fucking guy $250. Unbelievable. He signed wow. over the title yeah. and put $250 on the fucking thing. You bought it on paper for 250. 250 on oh. paper. Yeah. Right. 
And then we talked for- You didn't do like play ball a little bit? Hey, can you you take that down to about 50 bucks? Right. No, I I actually offered him like, dude, I have like an extra $10 I could probably spare before I get, he's like, no, that's fine. Yeah, okay. So we did that. And then we ended up talking for an hour because Because John's fucking awesome. John's amazing. John's almost the guy that you met with the scooters. Like he's the same guy. Like he's had millions of miles on motorcycles. He's rebuilt a hundred fucking motorcycles. When you get guys like that, they are solid gold. Yeah. So yeah. his thing was, he said, and 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 you ever see the mafia movies yeah. when some guys get made and the boss looks at him and he says, um, "You will not do whatever or this or anything, right?" Yeah. Okay. He looked at me and as he handed me the title after he put all the stuff on it, he said, "You will not sell this, right? And you will not cafe racer, right. correct?" Exactly. And I looked him in the eyes and I said, "No, I won't do either. At least right. for until like if my family until you're dead, yeah. Until, until John, like until, until John, I know you're well dead." Or I, I honestly told him, I said, uh, yeah. "If this selling this bike would keep right. my family from dying, right. I would do it. But right. until that's then, exactly that's it. what I won't yeah. do." He said, congratulations, you now own this bike. You now own this bike. So now it's like 11.15, and I have to drive five and a half hours home, and I have to go to work at 7.30 in the morning. So I take my brand new, this is is the great part, I take my brand new Harbor Freight hardcore heavy-duty straps out of the package because I bought new ones because I wanted hardcore ones. Hardcore, right. And I strap four of those down, and they get the thing set in my trailer, and I add a couple more. And then I, I you know, I, I give John a big hug and I'm like, hey, good luck with you and all this stuff. And he, he gives me a climber manual and oh a jet God. kit and a bread box carb thing and three oil filters for the right. bike. Because yeah. what's he needing for? He's right. going to move him to Denver. And then he starts right. telling me like, okay, you need to do this and that and like, make sure you do yeah. this. And, and the oil, he loves this oil, every fucking whatever. And so the yeah, guy's into it. And it's full of race gas. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's and clearly it has, full of race gas. Yeah, I thought it was ether. No, I kept smelling ether, but it's, it's clearly it's race gas. fucking like, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 You hugged him? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, he's dead. I, I gave him COVID. It was 100%. But what am I going <laughs> to do, dude? Christ. He doesn't care. This guy was he fucking. He came from a red zone to clearly a green zone yeah. and brought yeah. COVID yeah. with yeah, him. Yeah, I did. And yeah. I just killed the guy. He just know, murdered the guy. Yeah. I don't think I've ever hugged. A person I was buying a vehicle from. Did you ever pay $250 for a running motorcycle? Well, I guess I would have. Yeah, I hugged an old woman like one hug. time that I paid 250 bucks for a bike that I was yeah. buying from her for Phil. <laughs> and she was, I was like, I was almost in tears. Right. It was her original bike yeah. that she bought in 1968. Yeah. Wow. So I still so, have it. We totally had to hug it out. Yeah. So it now out. I, I, you know, I say all my goodbyes and I leave and right. I, I go down this like country road, whatever. And I, I start getting back to civilization about 25 miles later and I stop at a gas station and I'm going to check my line. Sure. Absolutely. I took the picture that I posted on, on yep. Facebook to yeah. everybody, whatever. And I strap, I, I make sure everything's locked down and going right. and I get back on the road. Well, when you're going south right. on, it's not 75, it's like 285 or yeah. whatever the hell's out there. It doesn't matter. It turns into a motocross whoop track. Oh, like, yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. highway yeah, yeah. is Absolutely. horrible. Yes, it's it like fucking wall, yeah. wall, yeah. right? Yeah. Every concrete Michigan slab is, is like this. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking terrible, right? So I'm driving and like, I'm got to get in the high speed lane. Oh, you had to, but I yeah. couldn't because all these trucks were blying uh, by at like 85 yeah. miles an hour. So yeah, I'm stuck in the fucking slow lane, right? And so I'm doing the thing where I'm really nervous because this bike is so fucking nice that I'm right. like, I'm going to fuck this thing up before I get home, right? So I'm driving, but I'm doing the like five seconds looking in front of me, three seconds looking in the mirror, five yeah. seconds in front of me, three seconds looking in the mirror. 
And I start to think I'm hallucinating because I'm tired. Right. But I think that the bike is starting to lean. Okay. And I'm like, ah, the bike's leaning. And I'm like, ah, I'm fucking, I'm hallucinating. It's stupid. And I'm driving, I'm driving. About five minutes later, I look and I'm like, it looks a little more leany than it did before. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is getting interesting. And I'm driving, I'm driving. And then I look and now the fucker's at a 45 degree angle. And I'm like, this is bad. Restop. Yeah. So I pull over and there's like trucks blowing by me yeah. at like 150 miles an hour. And I'm like, it's scary. And I look and the two... On the left-hand side of the trailer, the two straps that went from the forks and the thing, yeah. the metal fucking thing that holds the whole thing right. is a clam. It's fucking blown open. Yeah, oh yeah. The thing is completely gone, and yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, Harbor Straight, Harbor Straight ratchet straps yeah. are the kiss of death. They're fucking yeah, horrible. That's it. And yeah. they were fucking terrible. Yeah. But I pulled two more out and the three other old ones, right. and I just strapped the yeah. fuck out of this Spider-Man, thing. man. Yeah, Italian Spider-Man. And then I yeah. drove home, and I got home at... About 4.43 a.m., and I almost tried to sleep, and then I got up at 6.35 and went to work work. at 7. Yeah, it was fucking great. (laughs) But that fucker was sitting in the garage, and it was fucking happy. Tech tip from my brother Mark, and I, you know, when he did it the first time, I thought it was stupid, but he always, all the slack, he would take and tie a knot, eye to eye, knot, knot, knot. So if the... Ratchet strap gives loose. Yeah. At least it's not. Rope. It's still right. it's still tied it's on. Right. I do. Yeah. Tied on straps are just a, a cam system or a ratchet system, but it provides you with 15 feet of rope. Yeah. So remember, the rope is the most reliable part. Use that extra slack. Yeah. Don't exactly. just wad it up and tie it up no. somewhere. Flip it around. No, use use it. that for yeah. more tie down. Right. Yeah, that's definitely the way to do it. Hey, so we Chris got Smith is here. Chris check, Smith. Check. Hey guys, how yep. we doing? Doing great. All right. So yeah, your uh, your offspring was out buying a house by me. Uh, yeah. So um, Tristan yeah. is engaged to Eva. I saw, I just saw Eva for the and, first time. Yeah. And they're gonna come back after they have some chips and salsa over at the C Senors. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she works at uh, UH. Okay. In, in the NICU, which is over on yeah. for our listeners, that's on the east side yep. of. Uh, Cleveland. That's where so, my wife works, right in case, right next to there, and that's yeah. where we live. Right. So she has uh, been driving from Rocky River to UH now for the last uh, six months, and is getting tired of the drive. And a bunch of her coworkers live in some neighborhoods over there, so yeah. they went over to look at a couple of houses. Um, one on Sylvie, yep. and then another on Tullamore. Yep, Tullamore. Yep. Um, so. Uh, each of the houses uh, have their nice points, yeah. and other, and they all have their kind of Welcome negative to points. to the heights at yeah. 30 minutes to any commute time ever. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. Lights. There's no good way in and no good like, way out. I love my house. It's 100 yeah. years old and it has character, right. but it also is 100 years old. <laughs> and then exactly as you said, there is it's no highway heights. close yeah. by. It's in the heights. You have to drive. Yeah. But it, you can drive. You can walk to restaurants. Oh you yeah, can, yeah. You know, it's, it's the heights has its benefits. Yeah, it does. The downside is getting to it. And I got a Rasta neighbor, which is fucking great. Which is perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. That's well. Fantastic. What I did tell them is the uh, is the uh, healthcare corridor mm-hmm. is about right. a year and a half from being completed. So you go straight down yep. 490, mm-hmm. you cross East 55th, and it takes you right over to uh, yep. East 105th right. and. Probably a little bit south of Carnegie mm-hmm. yep. Uh, yep. in about eight minutes. So yeah. this awful commute that she has right now coming from Rocky River and then going down Chester. After that. Yeah. yeah. So really. that's one of the big draws yeah. for her really to go is. over there. Yeah. Are the signs going to say, like, die here with an arrow? Yes. Well, no, they say die in the next 50 yards. Yeah. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm here to tell you that everybody who lives in Chicago or cities that large... Oh, yeah. 
you're the Hornets got it. The Hornets got it. The Hornets got it. The quarter mile is open. The quarter mile is officially there, open. There was a clear winner there. That yeah, Hornet was just right. playing with him, or whatever yeah. that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every guy in Chicago like won. Yeah. Or laughing at the fact that you think that's a she thinks that's a bad commute. Oh yeah. yeah oh, because yeah. it's. Yeah. So, yeah. Or L.A. Or New York. L.A. Chicago. You're driving an hour, hour and a half, no matter yeah, but where this you is work. Cleveland. You Fort Wayne. That way. <laughs> the whole idea behind Cleveland is you have to embrace the suck for the amazingly short commute. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. They're like the, on the east side where they're having picnics in the high speed lane. And I have, yes, exactly. <laughs> I have friends all over this goddamn country and they all come to Cleveland and say the same thing. First of the day. How is it that you can get from one side of your city to the other side of your city in 30 minutes yeah, in right, rush hour? Right. <laughs> and how can you buy a house for the price of a VCR? Well, my favorite my favorite point of that is that the city of Cleveland thought it was necessary to be oh. cool like other cities and put those signs that say, you are eight minutes from downtown. Right. Yes. Right. But like they just they, don't need to change. No, they can right. just put stationary signs up instead of LED ones. That's like it. it's like fucking stupid. Yeah. When you're in LA, it's like you are nine hours from right. LA and you're like right. two miles away, right? And it changes. Right. Ohio, you're like Jeez. it never goes no, beyond it eight never minutes. Changes. No. It's always the same. You're like, oh I caught I caught a bad traffic jam on the way to work this morning. Oh, are you eleven minutes late? No, oh, I'm three. No, I'm you're three, three minutes, minutes late. late. That's exactly I just realized I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. I'm I'm living in Akron and commuting up to Solon's. So right. No. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I'm going the, the wrong way. We were, jo- we were joking about the houses that cost the same as a VCR. Mm-hmm. What's cheaper than a VCR? Because Akron is one of the only places in the world that right. Cleveland is allowed to make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> well, they call it Crackrin for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Acorn. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's, I mean, it's just. I mean, you yeah, can still cool. buy a house in Cleveland for like $9,000. Yes. You can. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went and looked at three of them last year. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, well, there are some problems. Yes, well, there's tons of problems. <laughs> but again, it's fact, a house for 9000 It's 9, all problems. Right. But the good news is, if you tear it all down and put it into a dumpster, you still have a property that you can build a $40,000 build-it-up house. So, I mean, you, you spend, can park a yeah. single wide on it and still make out. Yeah, Realistically, absolutely. you know. Yeah. Like, Realistically. Yeah. I went and looked at a couple of houses last year that when I went in and looked at them, they were all under $20,000. And I went and looked at them and I was like, okay. And by the third one, I knew how much money it would cost to take the house down so it it took me the first two houses to call all the people i had to call to understand what the price was to take a house down and i mean take a house down away gone gone like there is a history what's that what community i was literally looking right over here by west 150th so right behind the airport marriott on 150th okay so there's a little neighborhood back there and it's an amazing little neighborhood there's a nice house over there for thirty thousand yeah. dollars with a nice two car garage. I've been looking at. I have, I looked at several houses over there, and it's a beautiful neighborhood. I mean, it's well kept. It's super taken care of, and you couldn't get closer to the shop. But it probably yeah. has a droopy ceiling fan. Oh, did you see that one? <laughs> oh yeah. The one was the one was magnificent. There was such a mold situation in that house that I think if you even imploded it, you'd have to get EPA. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It could only be burned. It could only be burned. No, it, it would just, never burn. It, it won't let you take it to the landfill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have to right. encapsulate it. Yes. Like a, like yeah. a, uh, brand new two-car garage though. Brand new, fresh on the pad, brand new concrete in the backyard. And the house was rehabbed. But whoever rehabbed it did a shitty job and trapped all the moisture in the house. Oh, good, good for So them. everything was wavy. Like the ceiling, the roofs were all falling in, the ceilings were all falling in. But I did learn that if, if we need to make a house go away, $7,500 means they show up, 
and there is a clean swept pad when they're gone. Wow. Well, like a lot of the places in Cleveland, yeah. they take out the foundation. Yep, they, they take will. everything yeah. out. Yeah. It was, I, I sold the house. So like when I got divorced, I had a, like, I, I didn't, because when you get divorced, they don't tell you any of the rules. They just, they just tell you that you're horrible. Right. Yeah. Pretty and much. so like, yeah. I thought I had to live by my ex-wife. So I bought this foreclosure house in this one place. You had to live by her? Well, there are kids involved. Yeah, oh. there's kids. So, like, I thought I had to live within five miles or whatever. So, I, I couldn't afford where she lived. <laughs> With, like, an anti-child No, no. So, there no. was a residency restriction on that job. No, but yeah. seriously, yeah. like, they make it seem like, like, like until they you ask a lawyer. the lifestyle of a child. Yeah, right. and so they make it say that you have to live within five or ten miles to get them to school, whatever, which is complete wow. bullshit. There's whatever. all kinds of shit they ask for, but there's all kinds of shit you don't have to do. A divorce right, right. decree is not like a... Yeah. yeah. But anyways, I bought this house in Aurora Shores. It was a foreclosure. It was really cheap and I bought it. And I realized why it was cheap is because it was sinking. Yeah. Oh, there you and go. so like yeah. the walls and stuff were kind of coming down. Yeah. So we went to sell it. Kind of. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much you can get away with caulking. <laughs> I caulked it. to make it up in the trim. Oh yeah, dude. I caulked everything. Yeah. And it looked so amazing. Yeah. And this guy, he gave me 10 grand over what we were asking if he could move in in two weeks. You're like, said, yes. You're like, okay, caulking. Use my thumb. No, <laughs> yeah. gotta use a putty knife. Yeah. In college, okay, we use a snow shovel. <laughs> in college, we used to use toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a little toothpaste. Oh, but man. dude, when your ceiling is, like, when your yeah. ceiling is here and your walls are disjointed by yeah. two inches yeah. and you can caulk that shut, oh. that's how you do it. Laying down you know beads. what? I would even yeah. say you're a cock artist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get cocky, though. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah, fucking wah, awesome. Dimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, uh, so, I mean, honestly, that Suzuki and the story that goes with it, that's magic. I it mean, is. That's the I, whole thing. I can't get rid of it. Yeah. And it's... I haven't had anything I no, wanted to... No, you can't get rid of it, or he's going to pull out the Steve Voodoo doll. Yeah, right. Right? No, well, right. And, and so here's the thing. So karma is in effect, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I have to do... Like, I'm such a horrible human being, usually. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I have to do something good, right? <laughs> so I sold another ATV. Right. And I handed my wife the money. Yeah, just, just here because you go. Because right. I'm like, I can't... Right. I, I, like... Because the Earth did, or the universe right. did that, yeah. I have to be. Cool. You gotta be. Yeah, you gotta pay it forward yeah. somewhere. So yeah. you got rid of both your four wheeler and your three wheeler. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Why? Well, just because I was thinking of going to that place. I'll go. I'll go and hang out because my daughter is obsessed with your daughter. She asks about Piper every day, and I don't care if I ride anything. I will go. We'll go. So what else did this guy have in his garage, or did I miss that part? No, he. Everything moved. So, like, I don't know how many bikes he had refreshed. Like, that's the thing. I don't know what his personal bikes were because they were gone. And, like, and that's one of the things I thought about pretty heavily. I would love to have seen this dude shop when it wasn't moved. Because it was, like... The stuff that was left was fucking cool, but it wasn't like he had moved 90% of his shop out to go. Like, I'm sure he sold things and stuff. He was going to like live his last years with his family or his kids, right? He's cashing out. He's cashing out. And so like he had sold the place. He had like two days left to get the rest out. I think he was leaving, like he was leaving all the shit. He didn't want to move for whoever was buying the thing. And this was left. And that's when, so when he heard I had his old one and I was going to take care of it, I think it just meant more to him to have this thing go right. to somebody who was going to appreciate it. Because when you're 82, what is a fucking thousand dollars or two thousand? Like, doesn't money doesn't mean that. Nothing, man. Quick question. Did you ever get the part for the other bike? No, I didn't. Oh, I, didn't. Oh, I, I forgot about that part uh, completely. What part? Oh, that, that fell for? by the wayside pretty yeah. quick. It was just like a stupid Brown. trim Brown. piece, like oh. a thing that goes yeah. on. So it's 5.8 gallons. 
gallons. Yeah. Well, the bike sounds That's... fantastic. Phil took it for a rip down the quarter mile, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and we yeah. were all pretty impressed. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the only thing that's not really stock on it is that Vance and Hines four into which, one. Which, what did you say when I got the brown? Well, one? I'm like you. I sent I sent him a picture. I'm like, oh, you need to throw a four into one on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does sound like a V8. It sounds yeah. like a hot rod when it. Yeah. Oh, it runs. sounds exactly like it should sound. The Vance yeah. and Hines always did. We always. That, you know, kind of growing up. This is what I grew up around. Yep. This was this was the bike everybody had in 1987 because in 1987 these five were five years old, five years old, yeah. and attainable by most 19 year olds with a you know a unemployment job. check, a, new, a <laughs> newspaper route. Right. Right. And so these these were thick on the ground, but the Vance and Hines was definitely the answer. But the problem was, Kirkers. Oh yeah. Were cheaper. Yep. So you could get a Kirker in black, which yep. was the cheapest pipe on the planet. It might have been $79. It would rust in a year and a half. Oh, no. It, oh, I mean, yeah, if yeah. you weren't actively barbecue painting it every time you drove it, <laughs> it would just... Because within the first five miles, all the rivets would fall out of a Kirker. And, like, you'd have to get the sticker where the Kirker badge used to be. And then the sticker would melt perpetually. Right. But right. the Kirker just sounded like... Because you know we were just taking the baffles out of them. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the Kirkers, even if you like, yeah, I got a brand new Kirker for it. That was like the that was the same thing as coming home with like a Mac exhaust, right? <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay, you got a Kirker, big fucking whoop. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, you had seventy nine dollars you found somewhere, <laughs> but the the Kirkers, the Vance and Hines sounded like they were tuned. They sounded yeah, like there was yeah. intention there. They sounded like things were measured when they were built. Whereas the Kirker just sounded like. Yeah, it, was it, was, like, it was terrible. It sounded like shit. But my Kirker story is uh, I helped my buddy buy a CB550 yeah. that had a Kirker on it, mm -hmm. and it was loud. There was no, yeah. you know. Yeah. So there's what's called packing in yeah, the no, no, no. <laughs> So there's a tube, and right. it's wrapped with fiberglass, right. Right. Yeah. and that baffles the noise before right. it comes out the sound yeah. hole. Right. Well, that was all gone. Yeah, it's all gone. So a young John McElfresh got the bright idea to take a little Pink Panther insulation. <laughs> And well, he said fiberglass. <laughs> Did it work? Oh, it worked fantastic. It worked right. <laughs> but I promise you, I only followed behind him once. No, because the, the fiberglass gets in your eyes. Oh, my and there's God. Like, there's, there's three I rode behind now. him for like a mile, and I was like, oh, I can't see. Because you were dying of fucking toxoplasmosis yeah. like, or something. <laughs> His best friend died of mesothelioma. <laughs> They're like, he wasn't, he wasn't even a fucking insulator. Like, what's going on with this no, guy? He had glass fibers in his nose and his eyes and his beard. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's weird though with the okay, I had a I don't know, some good aftermarket uh, exhaust, but it was really loud. Yeah. So I noticed that some of the packing was coming out. Yeah. So I started picking started at it, and I made it. a little hook, and I pulled some of it out. Yeah. And it got quieter. Yeah. You pulled it over the holes. You pulled it over the holes. Exactly. So why right. it got quieter? Yeah. 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 Well, I noticed uh, the reason I, I also yeah. mentioned that is I see a little thread of something coming out your telephone. You could take oh, something no. new every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could so you know. The, so it begins. Yeah. <laughs> the trick was when we get yelled at for riding our illegal bikes and shit in the trails, we knew that if you took the exhaust off, yeah. and it, rather than taking the can apart and rewrapping it, right? It was, we use steel wool. Go figure. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. actual packing is like ten dollars. Yeah, right. right. Well, <laughs> exactly. The, uh, I mean, I was yeah. when I was twelve years old. I was real good at spotting wheat pennies. Like, <laughs> I mean, it gives you an idea where my budget was. Wheat pennies were a significant part of my budget. So, 
we Protein. learned that we could take the muffler and you could hit the muffler on the ground. Oh, and if you hit the muffler on the ground, the packing all would pack down. And it was the last four inches that mattered. Oh, so you were tamping down the cigarette. You were tamping down the cigarette. <laughs> oh, my so God. So you hit the pipe on the ground a few times and bolt her back on again. And it would be, like, quiet enough that you could get down the trails without getting the police called on you. Yeah. 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 But And now it's, like, quite the contrary. What we've got going on here in Cleveland is all-out urban range warfare. Yeah. You guys, I've got a 125cc uh, mini bike in there, an SSR, that we, we've we proved. I couldn't kill. John couldn't kill. I, like, no, no, none of us. They're, they're a good bike. Yep. Two days. Two days in an urban environment. Motor bolts, gone. Just gone. Rear tire, burned to nothing. And when you see this thing, when you see what two days in the east side of Cleveland can do to a motorcycle. Who bought this? Oh, wheelie you know, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What would you say? Uh, life talk. riders or? Oh, uh, bike life. Bike life. Got bike a sticker life. right on it. Yeah. Yeah, got a sticker right on it. Lasted two days. Wow. Yeah, two days. Yeah, two sticker days. lasted two days? No, the, oh, the fucking bike. bike lasted two days. <laughs> He's like, there's something wrong with the chain. I'm like, one of your motor bolts, bolts is gone. It's not even there. Yeah. The big through bolt is just missing. And it was Loctited and Nylocked. Right. And then the other bolt is there, but the nut's gone, and it's hanging off at an angle. The whole motor is dropped four inches and twisted this way. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, the chain oh, is fantastic. Yeah, it's everything else that's It's everything else. It's because the back part of your bike is pointing left, and the front part of your bike is going straight. Maybe, you sa maybe your saggy pants got caught in the chest. I have no idea what happened to this <laughs> The best thing. part, Well, though, head on down to Ace Hardware and get some thread all. And the, whole, the whole bike was trashed except for the front wheel. It was fucking mint it looked fucking <laughs> yeah, it looked great it is amazing how much plastic was done like we think we're assholes at mid-ohio yeah no nope. Nope. nope nope 16 year old kid on the east side of cleveland yeah no oh my god that will do more damage he's there a legend is, by now there is not one part like i'm gonna fuck your couch is what happened to that bike every single fucking angle on that bike got fucked like it's like somebody went around and was just like oh there's a clean spot i'm gonna fuck that yeah. oh there's a part that's not broken i'm gonna fuck that who put who put lotion between the two couch cushions that's a little fucking weird guy. Like, <laughs> that bike is proper fuck so yeah i gotta fix that tomorrow oh, okay, uh, good. so yeah i'm gonna do exactly is that all said. covered under warranty no. <laughs> but you know, that was the first thing that came out of his mouth, right? Oh, dude. How old is he? 16. Oh, he's probably telling all Water his friends. Uh, this thing's under warranty. Dad. I can do whatever I want. Bought it from you? Bought it from us. Grand uh, there was a grandma involved. Yeah. Grandma bought it for him. And grandma bought it for him. And he left out here on it, or he left out here with it. He didn't ride it out. I'm surprised he didn't. Oh, no, no. We stuffed it into the world's worst Toyota Celica or Centra, whatever the fuck it is. Little four-door Toyota. That, like, inside of it, there was a bowl of chili. <laughs> like, a bowl of chili sitting in the back seat floor area. Be just, prepared. Just open. <laughs> but it had been there for, like, nine months. So it was chili, but, like, all the liquid had evaporated out of it. <laughs> and that was just in the back seat. Plus, like... 400 wrappers for whatever i don't yeah, know but yeah. but the bike was in the back seat and the the putting it in the back seat fitting it through the doorway had ripped the grips off of both like the ends of both grips were ripped off the interior of the car was fucked up because of it like everything was just jacked up it was just like it was just the worst thing to happen to a car and a motorcycle 
because somebody bought a motorcycle. Right? How did the kid have time to get his endorsement in two days? Yeah, I know exactly. Well, it's a license dirt plate bike, or the, I'm sure waiting for the title to clear or any of that yeah. shit. No, none of the above. Two days, and this thing came back literally like if we'd have said to all of us, I mean, literally, what we are is slightly more sophisticated, at, you know, orangutans. If we said, here's a bunch of alcohol, here's a fire, and here's 290 acres called Mid Ohio, mm-hmm. we couldn't have fucked this bike. Well, we were pretty intoxicated, and we yeah. all wheelied and rode it around yeah. your parking lot. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And it didn't even have a scratch. When no, no. And the one we rode, oh, by the way, the one we rode around here, guys, was the 70cc. Right. This was the 125. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm convinced that this bike never shut off for two whole days. Yeah, right. That what they did was they passed it from one kid to another kid to another kid just to another kid. They filled it with gas and kept And going. they just, and the back tire, the knobbies are all shark teeth. They're oh, all shark teeth. It. Yeah, they're all just fucking worn one way, one way only. And I think all it was was just wheelie crash, wheelie crash. It was just burn out, burn out, couple couple burnouts thrown in there, burnout, yeah. burnout. What he told his grandma was, it has to have a clutch because I got to be able to get it up. Yeah, right, right. Got to have a clutch so I can get it up. And meanwhile, I'm out here in the parking lot with an automatic. Oh, well, we're fine. Yeah, we're like yeah. We're right. CC, it's right yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, no big deal. But anyway, I digress. Teenagers, teenagers, fucking worst thing ever. So, so yeah, awful. So, so Phil, you gave us an assignment. Yes. So uh, you guys know we all love the motorcycles and misfits podcast. God love them all. They are some of my favorite people in the world, and they're burning right now. Right now, our heart goes out to them because yes. they are currently on fuego. Yes. So um, all the things they love around them, all the roads I love to ride on, are currently on fire. Yep. So uh, Bex is evacuated. Bagel is packed and yep, maybe going go. soon. Liza, I think, is packed and leaving. It's ugly. Yeah, so, it's not good, man. And it's part of the world, too, that doesn't normally burn down. So um, it's more of an Ewok village kind of thing. It's very moist there. Yeah. Yeah. So you get it's very, very moist. Very moist. <laughs> but, moist. So you gave Wait, us the... Wait, Moist. <laughs> moist. So you gave us the assignment. Yes. To uh, find- because... Now, hold on. Because... Last on Monday, when Liza dropped her podcast, their podcast was the most beautiful motorcycles ever. Right. And my point is, when they go high, we well, go low. Well, also, we answered we answered that question today. So Wait, you said no motorcyclists. So that's a different oh, story. Right. Yeah. No, but we know so that would greatest, be Liza. We know the most beautiful motorcycle ever made, well, and it's right here. Just, so just, to, just every time I look at it, I just start falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It wouldn't but I'm make, it wouldn't make me sleepy, except for it has shaft drive. Oh, I love this. I'm, t- I'm joking. I did take it out for a ride, and what I will have to say about that bike, um, to return, to circle back for a second, is it does have the, the squishy foam grips. Yes, that's which are weird. I don't like. That. Which, by the way, awful. Yeah, I, I didn't like them in 1984, no, and I don't like them now. Because like you, when you start to go fast, you feel like your you, your hand moves. Hey, it's, it's a little bit of a turn on though, isn't it? They're just uh, terrible. They're just it's awful. not good. Yeah, so they're awful. Yeah. It is like it is just like grabbing a horse's semi-flaccid dick in each hand. <laughs> so if you can imagine I've, that. I've been having to watch Frankie and Grace with my mother-in-law. Okay. I'd rather do that than touch those grips. <laughs> yes, and no. all I think about when I'm touching those grips is everybody who's ever touched those grips before. Right. Because uh, that is the same kind of thing they stick in parts of you to clean parts of you out. Right. <laughs> right. Right. No, those will be changed to yeah. some kind of a stock. Your front brakes are Need there. To be bled. They're present. Yeah, they need to be bled. But the pad 
pads are probably glazed to infinity, yep. and the front brake hose is a 1982 vintage brake hose. Right. So I think that when I'm pumping it, it's just getting fatter, yep. and all the energy from me pumping it is just making the hose fatter. And I forgot to tell you that before you just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't taking any chances. Yeah, right, yeah. I wasn't taking any chances. Well, you were, because, you know, a little chance. Like I it, mean, I'm wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, <laughs> Phil's job is I'm to wearing DOT rated. I'm wearing <laughs> DOT rated bifocals. One of Phil's jobs yeah. is to ride on bikes that have been freshly worked right. on by exactly. questionable yeah. mechanics, right. myself his, included. His true. literal job is to ride fast right. and, and take, take chances. chances. Right. Every day, James hands me a set of keys or 20 <laughs> sets of keys and says, Phil, you got to test ride all of these bikes. <laughs> Tell me what you think about this piece of shit. Well, but no, it's normally when they come in. So when they come in oh. and the customer is complaining of a mystery problem that only occurs at 85 miles an hour. Right. You know? And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. Well, I know cool. how you feel because I happen to see this bike listed on Craigslist. It's yeah. FT500. Yeah. Okay. And it says, do not really, like, there's like skull and crossbones. Tires are crap. Do not ride over like two, two miles an hour. I would change <laughs> these tires right. before I would even take it up to like 35. Perfect red herring. So, yeah. fake news. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> It's not what it said. Yeah, well, whatever it said, it sounded like that. Well, that bike is fantastic, save for a weird stumble at 5,000 So, it just so happens it's the bike that Microfresh put me on when he was riding my Africa Twin. That same bike. And so it's okay for me to die. So that was He would just ride home on the Africa Twin and say, he doesn't need it anymore. I don't know what happened to him. Tires, Myers. They're round and black. Those are tires. I told you they were old tires. You were the one who said, they still look pretty good. He tells your wife, he's like, all I know is that he smiled and hit the gas and he died. I don't know what happened. He was smiling the whole time. So I did like say that, I did say that the problem, the our mission for this week was to give us you want to buy it? each of you to give me the goddamned ugliest bike you could find or think of or remember, but it had to be from this era. Right. So like I don't want anything that's you know like they built one of these in 1926 because right. yeah there's tons of that weird shit. Wait, what was the year that you get like 1980s plus or yeah. just like relevant? Give it relevant. To me. What do you got? What you got? Well you what throw you it say? out there, but if you if you say like you know the the road dog from Walnuts Magazine, I'm gonna be like <laughs> fuck you, you know. Well I I, I took this serious Herkimer Battle Jitney, and I like literally you spent a lot of time that my boss paid for uh, <laughs> looking up all kinds of things that's value for. Suck All right. and, and and stuff, but then I found the one that I remembered. But then I I researched it quite yes. a bit, and it is the 1994 by Moda Mantra. Are you familiar the with Manta. this bike? Yeah, Mantra. Right. It has uh. So it's it's. So I'm very sad to tell you that is the bike I picked. <laughs> Really? Yeah, the Bimota Manta. So it is is so confused. It is very confused. Here, look, I actually printed everything out. Yes, you did. And so the best way... Pass it around, pass it around. Dan's going to go ahead and pull it out. Grompke, But So what this thing has, but one of its defining features is it has a aluminum headlight nacelle that goes back like three inches on each side, four inches on each side. It has lips. Lips. The motherfucking bike has fish lips for sure. But it's so confused. It's yeah. a sport bike. It's a cruiser. Right. It's a, no. a, it's a CT seven hundred or it's a it's the. NC- it does look like a CTX seven hundred. Yeah. Yeah. It does look a little like it's that. It's a kind of a BMW. It's kind of a Ducati. Yeah. It's kind of did, a cruiser. Did I spell it right? I mean, wait, no. 
can you spell the M-A-N-T-R-A Mantra 1994 The R the R is silent like the P in swimming. It's bimoto, bimoto. Bimota. I believe. There it is. You got it. Bimota. Yeah. Good lord. It's particularly fetching in the vomit shade of yellow. It is the yeah. It has a little smiley face on the front. It does. It, it does. There it is. There it is in all there its glory. There are so many problems with this bike. Is that a four-cylinder? Oh, fuck. Because it's got four exhausts. Yeah, it does have four exhausts. It's it's interesting to say the least. And there's an interesting story behind it. It's a two and it. a one and a four. Bimoto was famous for using <laughs> Ducati <laughs> engines or Suzuki <laughs> engines. Right. Or, you know, this, Bimoto really right. didn't use their own engines. No. 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 Right. And, and and if you did some research, the designer of that thing is like from Holland or something. Yeah. And okay, designed, go figure. He designed some really interesting scooters as well. So like he was brought into that from designing the scooter that I don't is think. Is he ever... toy like a toyga? <laughs> it's terrible. So it's, like a I'm, cheese and a blinch? I'm yeah, curious yeah. as to what scooter this is. It's <laughs> terrible. It's all terrible. But, but look that up bike, so do Dan, look up the designer, say designer or yeah. Bimoda Mantra Designer. Yeah. Yeah, that's It is. The guy is... uh, uh, But that bike is so wrong on so many levels, and you just totally stole it from me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's okay. I mean, no, it's... I mean... Well, we think alike. I was going to say, and it's also... Um, it's also a tribute to how ugly that bike is. It just makes the game shorter. <laughs> yeah, out of yeah. seven people, the two people pick the same bike. Yeah, the guy's yeah. flying over right. it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. They call it the much maligned mantra. Yeah. The what? The much maligned mantra. To give you a little backstory, um, <coughs> Dude, they're do really. A wiki. Yeah. <coughs> For any Italiophilic sport rider, oh, I love whoever this rider is, genius. For any Italiophilic sport rider there are a few marks that can equal the beauty and desert desirability offered by the motorcycles produced by bimoda starting with their fortuitous decision to start building bikes instead of hvac equipment in 1972. <laughs> <laughs> bimoda has earned its reputation producing some of the most delectable two-wheeled exotica in the world by assembling world-class sport machines around proven bought-in powertrains they are one of the few companies that can consistently take top-shelf engines from already capable machines and then make those donor bikes look staid, slow, and boring in comparison to what the folks in Rimini have been slapping together in their laughably tiny factory since the Nixon administration. The DB3 mantra is not one of those machines, nor was it ever intended to be. The mantra represents one of Bomoda's bigger missteps, an attempt to crack into a wider market that failed to win over many fans. It was expensive and saddled with some of the most controversial styling ever put into production. It was also one of the most uh, one of the most usable real-world street bikes ever produced by the company, a fact lost in the unending stream of negative commentary that has dogged the mantra since it was unveiled in 1994. <laughs> Check and mate. Yeah, yeah, that fucking thing is butt ugly. I've never seen it's anything. It's like a DNO one. It looked to me, it's kind of like a DNO one. It looks like a DNO one and a Multistrada. First generation got in yep. a fight, and this was the off. This was what was left <laughs> oh, in a puddle. This is the one that lost. This is the one that lost. It does look like it looks like a, a, a first gen Multistrada that got the shit kicked out of it. Yeah, it really. Yeah. Does. Can we can we just talk about for a sec? Why is that guy floating? Like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> he jumped up. Jap- or Italian advertising campaign. Oh, my but, God. But, but here's the thing. There's so many things that are kind of okay on this bike, and then they took it too far and fucked it up. 
the, the designer's name was Sasha Lockick. That's Lockage. it. That's, it. that's yeah. the guy. Sasha uh, Cohen Barrett. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> it. Sasha Lockage. And so. he designed scooters that are horrible, man. Oh really? He was How like, horrible. He was. We're pulled, about to find out. He won a Sasha bunch. Of, he won a bunch of like design awards, Fair and enough. then he got pulled into the scooter thing. Okay. And the scooters look like. Like aluminum triangles with shit oh, no, around no, 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 them. No, wait, wait, wait. He won awards for what? Some kind of design work. And yeah, there's, there's notes. He this, got, yeah. Of HVAC equipment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this guy, I mean, not even fucking around, but like there is the what's called a MBK. So MBK was a Chinese manufacturer that got a lot of European input. Yeah. So MBK made a lot of bikes in China, but they were made using European designs. Right. And so if you type in MBK black crystal and you spell crystal wrong, spell crystal C-R-I-S-T-A-L, like the dancer <laughs> down the street. Um, the, uh, they call that like the new Yadea X-Men electric scooter um, concept. So, Did you say like, Badea? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, oh yeah, there oh, it is. See, see. The, see the metal see. triangle? Yeah. So yeah. That's that's the idea of like that right there is where the water shoots out. Right. That's where the water <laughs> shoots out. Yeah. Yeah, that's Crystal. She goes on at seven. It the, looks uh, very insect. Tip your waitress. Eh? It's yeah. very yeah. insecty. It yeah. is. Look at it is. Right? I don't know. I don't think it looks that bad. Well, there's another one called the MBK uh type this one in MBK E dot T dot European Transporter. Oh. Um Type that. <laughs> <laughs> what? MBK E dot T dot. Like a period or a e period. T dot. Right. Okay. And then type in European, and it should auto complete at that point. We hope. European. No, we are on uh, something that right. Google That's doesn't. That's probably all you need. Transporter. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh. Now type in transporter. 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 All right, there you go. Quarter miles open. Yeah. All right, quarter miles up. Uh, yeah. What was that? Oh, there it is. There, there it is. is. So, uh, what? Oh, I like that. <laughs> Look at that, that thing. That thing is really cool. <laughs> so I knew, I knew Hoffert was gonna love that. <laughs> yeah. He has a new goal in life. That's yeah. his new goal in yeah, life. Yeah, that's, right that's there. what it is. And <laughs> it's a cross between a dolphin and a centipede. Well, and I don't think what you can't appreciate in that particular picture, what you can't really appre appreciate in that picture is that it is truly the, the color of it can best be described as a toilet accessory. Um, yeah. I'll pass that around. I think there was like that new version wow. of the Ford Thunderbird yeah, that came in that color. It's truly oh, wow. teal and blue, amazing. 1994. Um, but it does look like something you would find in a bathroom Holy in shit. the 90s. That is an ugly fucking that bike. That is retro-futuristic. MBK European Transporter. Retro-futuristic. Yeah. And that's another one of those ones where you like... What year was that? Good Lord. What year was that compared to... 94. Oh, same year. Wow. This, this one I'm passing around was 94. So he was busy. He was 90s. hot in the early 90s. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. that thing. Honestly, honestly, I really do. Honestly, I'm sure that, you was, do. that was pretty good for the early 90s, I think. Yeah, right after the uh, right after the uh, the great Serbian conflict, I guess is the nicest way to put it. Uh, I, don't, I don't care how you, you come down. Have you ever seen the wall. Serbian film, by yes, the way? Oh yeah, yeah good, good movie, right. good movie. Yeah. 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 If you haven't seen the Serbian film, you I should. highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that thing is just hideous, and that does look like one of those like you know uh, water toys from one of the first Godzilla movies. You know, <laughs> right, here we go. Get it. Oh, oh man, man. Hey, he 
he's got one of those top cases on the back of his Harley Davidson that you can only fit one large pizza in. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a lid and everything like a real tour case, a tour pack, but it's only that deep. So you're like, okay, here's your one pizza. It's chopped. Yeah, I do. Uh, give me either of the Great Lakes out of the fridge. Thank right, you. Yep. Bumble? Bumble. Yep. All right. So that is truly an ugly motorcycle. Thank you for reminding us about that horrible, horrible designer. Because, damn, that guy. That That is, seriously, that dude is a fucking, I mean, yeah, he's he's futuristic and shit, but that thing looks like a pool toy. So yeah. that's apparently it's electric. So. It's different, but in not the right kind of way. No, it's in a very, right. very bad way. It is different in all. He's you delivered. He's, uh, yeah, he's definitely designed a few electric bikes called, he designed an electric bike that doesn't look too bad called the Voxan, a V-O-X-A-N uh, motorcycle that is actually kind of gorgeous looking. It, but it's electric. I mean, not, not, but it's electric. It is electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Yeah. So that's what that is. God, that thing is so fucking ugly, man. That MBK. I can't get over that MBK ET. That is that is truly, like, if you ride that bike, you deserve to get huh. the shit kicked out of you. On like. I mean, you talk about a Ducati having a bad hump no, on the tank. Sorry, right. That's not the box. That's not it. No. The box that I was talking about is very different looking, but. Um, I'll see if I can find It's the same thing. If you type in box and D-O-X-A-N-L-A-K-I-C with man's name, uh, you might be able to get it that way. Voxen uh, Watchmen. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, if you type in Voxen, okay, now take out where it says Voxen. Yep, there you go. That's it. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, thank you, Steve. Yay. There was much rejoicing. So, all right. So that is the the monomol the monolith of yeah. any electric motorcycle. It is, it is the monolith. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The uh, it's so, like a wave runner on wheels. So now we've got right. we've got mine out of the way. So my Bomoda Mantra, which is now yeah. gone. Yep. Did you have any other? No, input? that was I, okay. that was my. I, I spent a lot of time finding that fucker. You know what? Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we think alike. Right, that was alike. great. All right. Mm. Next. Well, you know, I. I texted back right away that the R1200C was my pick. We, I think we all will agree that the R1200C, Pierce Brosnan couldn't make that bike look good. But, and I thought to myself, that can't actually be the ugliest bike. So I started yeah. looking for ugly yeah. bikes and then I'd compare it to that. And then you use still, that as a I mean, benchmark. It is a fucking ugly bike. It is just, it's yeah. horrible. The R1200C you know, from, is, from yeah. every, um, well, let's see it. Like from every angle that you can see it from. You'll see it in 21 minutes The and worst thing seconds. about the R1200C is they added leather. Ooh. So when the bike wasn't ugly enough, they added leather to it. And there you go. That's the best color, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's wow. Sour milk. Sour so, milk ivory, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's got that, that telelever yep. suspension on the tele front. What you, what you don't featured. see here yep. Yep. is there is like these weird, these are these oval-shaped intakes yep. when you see it from the front. Which I assume are fake until proven oh, yeah. otherwise. Right. No, they don't do anything. They're not even at a point on the motorcycle where they could do anything. So this yeah. is uh, a VMAX and what fucked? Oh my god, mm. this is an R1200 RT. <laughs> yep. Gotten yep. a crash with any shadow ever. Okay. And 
got gang raped by a herd of VMAXs. But, but oh, you know what? It was, you know, I tell you, it's a chopper. It's a chopper that was designed by a former Ural designer oh, who, once, no. who once saw a picture of a soft tail. Oh. Let me ask you this. Are they good bikes, though? I've ridden so, several of them. I worked on a lot of them for my customers. They're all right, right? Okay. Like riding wise, they have like, oddball parts. So they're super weird. To, I I had to replace a saddlebag for a guy once. So these things came with BMW hard hard soft luggage. Right. So it's a plastic box with a leather skin wrapped around it. Right. Show you. And they come in different colors. And there was one that came in a particular awful shade of gray. So the the seat, the seat, the back, the backrest is actually another seat. Okay. So the seat folds up to be a backrest, and it had gray leather covered bags. Mm. and gray saddles and stuff. The guy dumped the bike. I found one saddlebag I needed, $1,236. Ooh. Yeah, for one fucking bag. And that was the exact BMW price. But they can flat track like the best of them. James Bond movie, they they trashed the bike. Oh, which it deserved, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you know what they did? They went, yep, okay, so we still got 2,300 more of these. (laughs) You know what was sad (laughs) about 20 years ago or 15 years ago, I was collecting all these like miniature 12 scale motorcycles yeah. and then they started to produce six scale ones. Right. Yeah. And I had a six scale version yes. of that with all. G.I. Joker the, ride. Oh, yeah. yeah big G.I. Joker great, ride. Great, yeah. man. Yeah. Cost me like $140 at the time, too. Yeah. I think you can buy one of these right now for $140. <laughs> the word is out. Nobody wants these. Yeah, one right. scale. Our friend Gorby came one. by two years ago. Gorby swang by yeah. and Gorby picked up one of these in perfect condition i mean fucking beautiful condition showroom condition 2800 bucks oh yeah yeah 2800 bucks with no miles on it so yeah it is a fucking hideous bike so if you really want a bmw and you don't care about the aesthetics of it that's your bike if you're not gonna put another goddamn nickel in harley davidson's pocket yeah and you just met a german girl (laughs) this is the bike you buy yeah, this is what you do. If you're into German porn, this is what you do. That's also true. Yeah, that's exactly it. And if you're into scat, right. this would be the bike for you. Exhaust smells like bratwurst poo. Yeah. All right, Nick. Nick, you're up. Wait, 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 are we well, which way do you want to go? Oh, I mean, he started. Yeah, so, started right. yeah. All right, my, my pick was the Victory Vision. The Victory Wait. Vision. The Victory Vision. Is that oh, yours? No, the Shut Victory your mouth. Vision. I, feel I love like, the Victory I feel, Vision. I feel like... <laughs> it's the mothership. Here's the thing. If this thing has a... Like, look at that. that I love the Victory the Vision. That is, that is wow. ridiculous. This is what happens when a V-twin motor fells, falls into a French curve. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I was thinking like my like, eyes, my eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like Pacific, or you know PC eight hundred. Right. But the engine is exposed. Yes. And it's still ugly. It is the anti PC eight hundred. Do you know right. what? You know what this what looks. What is going on right here? Right. What yeah. happened with this? Yeah. Who said that angle right for the top case, the integral top case? The Keeps angle the of pizza it. pizza forward. Yes, yeah. it's going wrong. Like every. It's a scorpion tail. Yes. It's a spoiler. And I you mean, know what this is? Yeah. This is a guy who, like, the designer of this was like, I really want to make one of those VW Fender mini yes, bikes. Exactly. But I want to make it into a fucking tour. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's pretty much. <laughs> the <laughs> line is so. I like the line on that bike. You do. I love Even the line. Even the tail on that case. Bike. Look at the tail case. But it, it may, but the angle is correct. No, it's not, the angle is no. I'm saying, I mean, <laughs> the correct. no. Correct. I'm saying, I'm saying. It looks for like the, somebody pulled a lever and the rumble seat came out. 
No, I'm not saying. If you look at the the back of it, the angle's not correct for that. I'm looking at the back of it. But no, but look at if you're looking at the line. Look at I mean the lines are correct if you're looking from the forward to the back. If you not from the back to the forward. If you take the top case off, show me the numbers. Go up to the board. Steve's going to the board. He's going to the board. He's going to the board. He's going to the board. All right. Yeah. The angle's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. That's not. No. Ruins it, but this angle is perfect. Nope, nope, it's not. It is. Nope. <laughs> it is. If you pull up it's black here, you can't see it. It's black. The first one you you pointed out was fine. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if this the, is garbage back here. If, if the top, <laughs> is the back. Hold on, if the top box is gone, oh, oh. Let's, let's have an idea here. Okay. So oh, there we go. There we go. So now we have a Chinese replica of a Honda scooter. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> but nobody can see this because Steve is blocking the camera. Yeah. So they still can't see it. So here's, no. a, here's the replica, Chinese replica of a Honda scooter. Yeah. That part back, right? Okay. So Phil's saying it's a it's a replica of a here, Chinese scooter. Right? So right here, I don't know what's going on. Right? Yeah. So like from from here forward is just like insanity. I don't know. I like the line. I always like victory. You know, you know that bike really needs a gigantic front wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A much bigger front wheel. The balance is awesome on those bikes. Well, I've ridden them too, and they are magical. You know what? I've I've heard lots of people love this bike. Yes. A lot. Of I people just love think this bike. it looks like shit. It's like Yanny and Laurel. You're seeing Laurel, and I'm seeing Yanny. The Pontiac Aztec may be the greatest car ever built, but I don't know because I'll never be seen in one. I saw, I hate uh, I saw three yeah, of them it seems very in a cool. single day. What three Aztec. Cool. Yeah, last week. I don't know what's up with that. You a Breaking Bad convention? Yeah. Maybe. Because that was the reason, like, that was what put the car back yeah. in play again. I will yeah. say, they have not aged no horribly no they have aged poorly that is the car that they should have just called it the adobe 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 <laughs> it's made out of clay that was the greatest saturday Night live skin yeah. ever it's They're easily like, repaired yeah. drink holder no problem <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what the aztec reminds me of is the adobe car all right okay well yeah, I, I, all, right. all right all right yeah, all to right to his left yeah. the to his right i mean i have so many but, <laughs> but uh i'm just gonna start off you know, I like Honda, so one of the ones that I was throwing under the bus, which right. is actually a fantastic bike, was the Honda Silverwing 650. Oh, with yeah. with the little trunk box with in the maroon trunk box that slides forward to be a full, with full luggage yeah. and everything. Yeah. I mean, a great bike. Wow. Can I tell him to go fuck himself? Yes, you no, can. I, look, Steve, <laughs> you can. I, I'm not saying it's not a great bike, but I'm saying that I wouldn't fuck it with your dick. You know, banning <laughs> everything they have. I was, I was honestly expecting you to say the GS850G. I, oh. Well, I totally, I was thinking about pulling that car. But you Steve, know, don't take it. Don't take it. But it's not uh, ugly. That bike is not ugly. No. Uh, if you pull up a picture of a 1983 Honda GL650 yeah. silver one. I don't, I don't know what's going on. The um, My phone has been dropping about 1% okay. battery every minute. Well, because you're I, pushing light because, out of it. Well, I mean, the, the projector is plugged in. Yeah, yeah. okay. But, but it's not. still drawing power yeah. out of the phone. Right. Yeah. So right. it's like... Yeah, it, it just in. went off. I can't get I can, it to turn I, back can I can edit these. Yeah, in, we'll edit so it. Don't we'll worry. About it. About it. I think our listeners can use Google and right. look it up. That's and that's but, I'll, I'll but, but, but particularly the, the model that had the little, you know, instead of having the pill on seat, 
it had a rear trunk, yeah. which I, is probably fantastically practical. And then that then would take you on to the, you know, the NC 700 Duvel, right. which is the only, you know, hey, which is like hey, the no, Dullville. I, but I will agree with you that instead of the pillion seat, if you put that little stupid trunk on it, right. it looks not right. Yeah. No, it looks wrong. But if you oh, yeah. have the extended, yeah. if you have the pillion seat with the extended rack mm -hmm. with that with yeah. that trunk on right. it, it looks okay. Is this? Well, is look, I was very specific when I said with the trunk and what right. year yeah. and even what color, the maroon. Because the silver silver wing, it kind of makes sense. But silver and blue one is really. But anyway, nice. I'd like to. <laughs> moving on, moving I'd also on. like to nominate the, uh, like a 1968. Right there. there you go. Yeah. See, that's the good looking oh, one. Oh, gotcha. So that's, that's, that's the good looking one. That's that a GL500, the, uh, that's a, that's the a twin. 650 Interstate. Yep, yep. Yeah. The next one I'd like to nominate is the. Uh, you like, couldn't pick two. Like, well, well, I've got like six, but at any rate. <laughs> I've got, I would like to also nominate like a 1960s, probably like a 68. It goes all the way from 62 through 68. The Harley Davidson Sprint. Yes, the Harley oh, Davidson yeah. Sprint. Yeah. yeah. That is the fucking ugly duckling if I've ever seen one. You know what's funny is you could put any motor you wanted to under that motorcycle and it would look better. Yeah. But the Aramaki <laughs> motor that was under it looks like literally somebody just was like yeah okay we're gonna have a motorcycle what kind of motor are we put in what can we get yeah so uh, whoever comes in with the motor first that's the motor we're putting in here straightforward straight forward, straight forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. phalus yeah the phalus exactly the fucking yeah. uh yeah. dick yeah the the aramaki <laughs> sprint <laughs> yep that's it the aramaki that's sprint it. is in not a good looking bike yeah <laughs> dick in the wind dick in the wind perfect <laughs> yeah yeah. I'd also like to throw out there the Suzuki Gladys. Yes. Oh, so yeah. you take a beautiful, yeah. uh, real, relatively decent SV650, yep. and you put some very fucking ridiculously swoopy, like vaginal yeah. fucking body workout. Shit. But yeah. the problem with that, all right, thank you, Martin. Yeah. The, the problem with that is, yes, it was ugly, but it was actually a better mechanical motorcycle. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Great. I yeah. love the fact that these are actually not bad Why bikes. Why call it the Gladys instead the of the Gladys. Because Gladys means sword, and sword is a euphemism for penis. Oh. And then they made it look like a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> and then they made it tough white, marketing white angles. and blue highlights of unnecessary plastic bolted to it. Here, I'm, I'm looking it up. My I'm wife's SV was fuel injected. It had the. It was an yeah. SV650S. Yeah, it was fuel SV. injected. It looked yeah. perfect. Yeah. It looked we'll, great. We'll it performed beautifully. <laughs> There's the Gladys. The Gladys, yeah. though, the Gladys just came in that one color combination of it shame. It was designed and, by yeah. SeaWorld. SeaWorld, exactly. They yeah. used to have a little Shamu keychain. Looked just like a Gladys. They should have wow. spelled it G-L-A-D-Y-S. Yeah. Gladius. Yeah. Yeah. That is nothing. That was just one of those things. The first time I saw that, I was like, you brought the SV back and you fucked it. Yeah. yeah. Now, no, again, I'm a Honda guy, yeah. but one of the bikes I can't stand oh, here we go. is a V65. A V65 Magna. A V65 yeah. Magna yeah. is just like terrible. There's a whole farm, though, of V shadows and everything else, 500s and stuff, where the seat angle and the tank angle are all wrong. Yeah. And regardless of an 1,100cc motor with 120 horsepower, the Great. the angles are wrong yes. because when you look at the same build as a Honda Sabre 650 or V65 Sabre, Sabre, it's really good looking. Yes, I'll take a Sabre. So a V65 Sabre is a fine looking machine. Yes, a V65 a Magna? Magna. Again, oh, which way is the jail? You. you know, fantastic bike again. No, not fantastic bike. Oh, I ride. On. I ride those bikes. They're not oh. fantastic. 
That front end is garbage. Okay. Yeah. Well, fantastic motor. The motor's amazing. Okay. But the front end is a disaster. What's What's up with the the two horns beneath the headlight? Of what? Like, of the Vang the Magna. That's just that the was Fagna. a thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Square headlight, me. two horns. The Camarina. There's oh, there's sorry. quite a few bikes that had that though. Yeah. Square yeah, headlight, two horns. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't your yeah. Ascot have that, or is it one? No, it doesn't have. No, that. it just has a big square mm. thing on it. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know if it has yeah. that or not, but yeah. it won't have it the next time you see it. Next time. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's true. All right. Square so headlights good. were never never popular on any bike. No. You know, then I could yeah. throw out like the you know the CZ. When you look oh. at the CZ street bikes of the 1970s, yeah. they're just that awful, was again that was somebody that, that should have had the French curve, but didn't have one because they were an Eastern Block. And when you're Eastern Block, you're not allowed to make anything with curves on it because that's all very, you know. Yeah. The one is a trapezoid. The one has a trapezoidal shaped tank on it with these yeah. angular cuts yeah. in it and everything. Yeah. It's just garbage. 71. It's awful. Yeah. Like that one there. All CZs yeah. are cosmetically challenged. <laughs> all CZs look like they were modeled out of cardboard, although, and then that went to production. Although uh, there was a really nice yeah. CZ up uh, Louisville Louisville uh, cycle. Uh, group on yeah. Yahoo or yeah. not yet was yeah. um, not Yahoo but on the Facebooks. Yeah. They had the MZ, what is it, the M1000S? Now, MZ and CZ, not the same. Oh, right. Sorry. Excuse right. me. So, yeah. yes, not the same thing yeah. at all. Right. But there was actually one of those. There's some beautiful self. MZs. The MZ1000S yeah. with oh, yeah. low mileage no, was gorgeous. MZ. $5,600. The bike looks fantastic. Yeah. We could look good luck finding any kind of parts for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be better yeah. off buying a Buell. Oh, you know what? If the if you're if you got your MZ on the trailer and the seat blows off your MZ, good luck. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. Total it. Make a new one. Make a I, new one. Right. Carve, yeah. carve one out of. Fire. I have a question. Fire away. There are a lot of motorcycles yes. from the era that we are talking about. Right. That have rectangular headlights. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Would they look better with circular yes. headlights? Yes, absolutely. 100%. So Cam's Z Rex right. yeah. would look better yes. with I agree. circular absolutely. headlights. Yep. Yeah. I mean I agree. Z Rex it's, it's it's a pretty good looking bike though, you know. Would it look well, well, it would look better with a circular headlight. <laughs> it would look better with a circular <laughs> headlight. It would look better yeah. with a circular yeah. halo headlight well, nowadays. Well, you know the, what I guess you know what proof of that is. Right. Because yeah. I have my C B one, I was looking at it and I'm like, I need to dump this fairing off of here, yep. buy one of these fucking halo fairings, convert it back to what it should yep. be. That's right. Which is a naked bike yep. with a LED yeah. Ha yeah. halo yeah. fairing and it'll look great. That well look great. proof proof I, I guess to prove myself wrong and prove what Nick was saying is that I mean you proved yourself wrong no if you look times. at the KZ900 RS I was about to say the new the, the cafe version RS. of it with the round headlights and the green right. yeah it's fucking Dead okay sex. okay here's yeah. another follow up okay, okay. question okay okay is there a motorcycle that looks better with a rectangular headlight yes no <laughs> well, well okay not, here we go the only not, one okay so here's the bmw what do you call the gs when it went from the square to like that that, that doesn't weird, count that the doesn't only count. bike that i think should have rectangular headlights are whenever they do the harley chopper and they put two or even three they stack them up they stack yeah. stack yeah. rectangular headlights. Little, oh shit yeah you know those are little you can have that maybe yeah, yeah. maybe right. Yeah. you're right but you're otherwise right. no no yeah. no i agree yeah. Like even sport bikes, sport bikes with fucking square headlights. Look cool. I like the two round is, headlights. Is the whole the best. idea was that yes. it was, I mean, I lived through all that and 
the idea was that you could just go get a Sylvania or Wagner car bulb. Yeah, right. And pop it in your motorcycle, and it made it cheap. Right. Because cars quit having round headlights. You know, I know, because I have my 68 Lincoln Continental and stuff like that are all round headlights. And I knew which bulb I needed to buy because it was a high beam, low beam, you know, and, right. and how to survive with that. But then all the cars went to square headlights. Yeah, so right. when all yeah. the cars went to square headlights, motorcycles followed suit for a minute. And everybody's like, come on, yeah. you got to stop. Give me a Suzuki Gamma with yeah. two nice round headlights yeah, up there. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Only thing worse than a square headlight is a pop-up square headlight. Yeah. Oh no! Wait a minute. Let's go. But, I mean, you do have to look at okay now, Suzuki. First on my gen. list of most ugliest bikes is the Ural with the sidecar. All right. <laughs> oh shit! That was a direct assault on Captain. <laughs> <laughs> what the P? Let's just throw the PC eight hundred too. No, that no. All right, no. All right grumpy sir guy. What's your pick? I don't think the PC eight hundred is an ugly bike. I don't think it is either. I think, right. but, but I mean, will say, I, I will don't say think Steve guys, has an ugly bike. Yes, we do. <laughs> no, but defense. you know what, Phil, What's you posted, like? hold on, Phil posted a naked PC-800 yeah, that actually fire. looked bad fucking ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hey, guys, bad to the bone. there is a bike that does look good with a square headlight. I'll pass it around. And that oh, is the, the 1983 yeah. Katana. Yeah. yeah. So the 83 Katana does look good with a square headlight. A fucking Katana. Because... Because again, the Suzuki Katana is a bike of angles. Yes. So the yeah. the tires are the only part on the bike that's round. It's round, right? Yeah, that's it. The rest and of it like, is all And like that's a yeah. love hate bike. Some it people is. love yeah. it. Some people hate it. it but is. if you changed any aspect of yeah. it, it fucks the whole thing up. It, it has to be. In the just Katana that. is. There's no changing that year of Katana. The Katana, no. the Katana 1100 is Katana 1100. It's it is the bike that, yeah. that developed the whole concept. Here's a of random that. question: What was the last year of the Katana? 96. This year. No. No, I mean, they're back now. Right? They're back now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're back, back now. now yeah. But I think 96 was the last sport bike year, right? Yeah, I don't know, right? I do not know. Yeah. I'm just guessing, but I think it's 96. Yeah, I Suzuki's do not. Suzuki's you know, we could talk about Suzuki and why Suzuki's always been there, but yeah. it's never been a leader. It's, yes, it's, it has. You know, it's, it's, crazy, it's crazy that they've managed to stay in business. They stay in the game. They don't have bad bikes. I mean, they're re- I mean, you know, they're reasonable bikes, Here's but it's thing. just not been a marquee Here's that people thing. have. Nineteen eighty-one to two thousand and six. Yeah. Wow. Oh, two thousand six. Okay. Two thousand and six was the run of the katana. Wow. Now, here's the kooky thing. I'm going to argue without even looking any data that the that the GSXR was probably the winningest sport bike. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's Absolutely. the one big hit that yeah. Suzuki really oh, had. Oh shit! Yep. Besides the DR650, DR650 right. or DR400, yeah. definitely camera. decent bikes. Did we lose? All right, uh, you know, we're going to take a little intermission here. We're going to find out if the camera's still working. I do new. And we're back after our intermission. <laughs> and we're back. And, and we're back. back. All right. And um, so. Since last we spoke and you listened, <laughs> I no longer have a mint Suzuki. <laughs> oh. Oh. Remember that really nice bike, Sinchad? Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? They say, you know, it's like when you got a good podcast rolling, don't ever stop. Yeah, right, right. Well, we stopped. To you know, re, to reprime the camera and yeah. and everything else. Because somebody unplugged it. Because it got unplugged. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, we get to put tape around the plugs from now on. The uh, <laughs> but yeah. So while we were uh, while we were on our intermission, having a smoke and a beer and a pee and whatnot, um, 
Nick decided to take the GSA 50G out for and a And he did an amazing job riding it. He took he off did. like a man. Very commanding. Fucking going. commanded the, the, right. the whole power of the bike. No problem. Oh, the yeah. bike was fantastic. But mm. more importantly than my was. bike not being mint anymore, <laughs> Nick's five-minute car that was mint is no longer mint anymore. <laughs> and I feel terrible for Nick's car. So Nick, I want to see the offspring that comes so, out of that unholy mating. <laughs> <laughs> as painful as it may be, do you want to tell us what happened, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> or should we speak for you? Oh, so I, no, no, no I'll, I'll speak for myself <laughs> very much. But I, I took Cinch's GS850G out for a ride. Oh, that was no, mint. You have to say mint. mint. Oh, it was, it was mint. mint. This thing was beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous motorcycle. Um, I took it out for a ride. I, I just went down the street, maybe uh, a half mile to to 150th Street. And how was it? How was the ride? Oh, it was fantastic. Perfectly smooth. Yep. Uh, I, I turned around in a gravel lot, and it was fantastic. No problems. <laughs> Planet whatsoever. itself was fucking oh, fantastic. Right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Then uh, I came back. I pulled into the Cleveland Moto. Uh, parking lot. You did an excellent job. It looked great. Oh, you came back. You were you. smiling. You. Everything was oh, great. I was so happy. It's like, well, wait. Can we say something like somebody else banging the bride on the wedding night? Call me Ishmael. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Ishmael. We're That's getting there. We're is. getting there. We're getting there. Uh, I, I I decided to park. I got off of the motorcycle, and I. Well, uh, you didn't actually get off of it. You well, stopped. I stopped. Thank you. I was going to put it on the center stand, and then I I completely dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, what did you drop it into? Well, the good thing was something broke its fall. <laughs> I'd like to add a little bit to this here. I was watching the whole thing <laughs> very closely. And I, I noticed when Nick got off of it, it looked for a second that it was going to go in the side stand. And it went a little bit far that way, and I was like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. But he saved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it went back upright, and then he went to fiddle fuck with the center stand, not to be, you know, he wanted to be a pro. Right, put it on the center stand, know, right. And I saw it go a little bit to the right, and I was like, eh, and I thought, oh, no, he's got it. And then, oh, yeah. no, he didn't yeah. have it. But most importantly, it fucking straight up porpoised like fucking whale killed his car. No, it was purely. It was like Garshi blows. <laughs> and it's, it's big sent, and it's white and it's coming at me. And it said whatever mirror was not attached to my motorcycle anymore through his door. I and just into don't something. understand how the mirror. The part. GSA 50 said, I'm feeling sleepy. I'm yep. going to lay down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, everything I, what I saw, I saw Nick. I mean, he was trying so hard. I mean, he, <laughs> that bike just took him. He almost went face first into the car. I, I mean, thought he was going to flip over. The car. He used all of his 50 pounds to try to save that bike. <laughs> yeah, if you have been built like any of the rest of us, not a problem. Yeah, you're dealing with a 564 pound yeah. motorcycle. Guys, guys, so. just not enough ballast. Yeah. The yeah. mirror penetrated <laughs> the car. Did the, did the lens on the mirror any, break? Not Wait. just any car. We haven't even talked about your new car. Right. Are we? Are we like? What do they call those guys? The Snow Brothers now or something? Or oh, they, your Eskimo brothers. Eskimo I brothers. Guess, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Your bike fucked his car. You're now related. <laughs> yeah. That's it. 
I just don't know how the mirror escaped. The mirror, right. the head of the mirror jumped off. So the shaft of the guys. mirror. It didn't even hit the car. It was like fucking gone right. before it happened. Right. And the, the stem of the mirror left right. a perfect oh, M6 yeah. thread yeah. You in can, the side yeah. skirt. You have a GoPro mount for your racing now. <laughs> yes, you do. You got a GoPro <laughs> mount in your side skirt. Stick a GoPro mount right there. That's yep. true. Perfect. Perfect. The, well, we the head of the mirror. We see what the offspring is gonna look like. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> right there. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm gonna. I'm telling you that was that was just that was one of those things where I was like, there's a mirror hanging out of his car, and it made no sense because I was like, well, where's the head of the mirror? Right, the head right. of the mirror didn't fit in that little tiny hole. Honestly, I wish I didn't remove it. Yeah, well, it. it's like a sword cane where you're like, it's a sword, yeah, but, but then you take it off and there's a weapon inside. Well, the mirror came off and there was a weapon inside. Right. It was a car stabber. But the important part is there's no sheet metal injured except no. for the front fender, which has not Oh, I thought you were talking about his car. No, <laughs> no sheet metal best. Right. Nothing important. A $12 fucking turn signal yeah, yeah, and an right. $8 fucking MGO mirror right, and exactly. it's done. Yeah, so it's I'm fine. Yeah, and and here's the thing. When you like motorcycles that they're meant to be shared and ridden it, and things happen. And, and the bike did pass the KLR test. It did pass KLR test. There's no doubt about it. It's right. now officially an adventure bike. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Hey, Phil, can you order me some fucking uh, 805s? Yes, we can order some 805s for that. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. I need a hacksaw and a brown seat yep. now. And that's all you need. Uh, yep. That's it. There you go. There you, go. Go. No, you need some sliders. You need some TK, yeah. <laughs> TKC 80s, some big crash bars. Yeah, you'll Steve. be set. I am eternally grateful for you letting me ride your pristine GS850G. No, no, it's, While just, it was it's still just nice now. It's just nice. I am yeah. very sorry. <laughs> Dan said he wanted to know if you'd like to take a ride on his Triumph. Keys are in it. Phil said anything in the house is yours, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. Uh, uh, right. Lightning never strikes Make twice, sure the right? Oh, and, oh, you know what? Why couldn't the camera been rolling right there? Oh, right. Yeah, and yeah, and to true. his left. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. So, getting back. So, so, Steve, what's your shittiest bike? What is the what most... What do you think is the ugliest What is the ugliest bike? fucking bike? I would say... <laughs> well, prior to the crash, <laughs> I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> but no, I'm going to stick with the ugliest bike that I've ever seen in my life. It's a CM400T. Yeah. Yeah. And that but, is. But John and I were talking about this too. Yeah. And we think just the CM line yeah. is ugly. Yeah, because there was no ambition there. No. Like, it was all just, like, designed by committee. It was like, we need a cheap motorcycle. And that's what happened, is they built a cheap motorcycle. And they didn't put anything into it. It just was like, oh, we'll use that tank. Okay, we'll use that seat. All right. You know, like, nobody ever put any thought into the design of that bike. It was just like, we just need a cheap bike. We're Honda. <laughs> Whatever we build, people are going to buy. Yeah. So we just need a bike that's cheap. So what are we going to build a margin into? It's a twin cylinder, but we can just put one carburetor on it. Right. Yeah. Oh, and that's just the ultimate sin, too. When they do that shit, it's just like, come on, man. You're just obviously cheaping out hard. 
It's it's bad, and that and that is a good example of so just a bike a twin, that's bad. Why didn't you just make it a single cylinder with one carburetor? It might have been a great bike. You know, and they did that too with the CB360J, which was kickstart only because they wanted to save money on a fucking starter. So you know, the CB360 already had its share of problems, and then they give they make one that's a downmarket model. I mean, it's got like it's it's kind of an F style tank. It's more a little more sporty. But then it was like, oh, kickstart only. Because that fucking starter is going to, oh, that's going to really break your company. Wait, meanwhile, you've got to redesign the motor to not to, accept To, to not have a starter, have a starter. Yeah. exactly. So, so yeah. for people that don't know, because like, you know, because every dude in the world has bought every CB350 that exists. Right. So when you see a 360, why do people not necessarily want this 360? Well, okay, because on paper, the Diet idea was carbs. everything that CB was great carbs. about the CB350. Right. But well, the, there the was a problem with it. It had been out for a while, and this is the twin. It had been out for a while, and it was kind of stale, right? And so the bike was stale, and people weren't, people weren't flocking to it anymore. Right. And a lot of the other competitors had done slightly bigger displacements. So Honda's answer was, we're going to put a six-speed in the gearbox. I was going to say, oh, you at least okay. get an extra gear. So you get an extra gear in the gearbox. But the extra gear was smoke and mirrors to hide a lot of other shitty manufacturing stuff that went into it. Aside from the banana-shaped exhaust, which never looked good. <laughs> like, And they have these giant seams in them. They're, like, they're stamped together and welded. And they just have a big, like, it looks like just like a bad dick. It's like a dick that got kicked at a young age. Peroni's disease. Yes. Yeah. It just. Peroni's mufflers. Yeah. It was just ugly. But then the CB360 also had numerous problems. Okay. So Elaborate. The, okay. So the carbs, first of all. When you looked at the CB350s as a whole, even late in the CB350s, when they did a vacuum carb, when they right. built a carb that was vacuum-based, it was a good vacuum-based carb. It was very nice. Everything was overbuilt and it was durable and everything else. But when they went to the CB360, they just threw the cheapest fucking CVs on there they could build. Hmm. They were just junk. And they were the kind of CVs that we hate to see mm -hmm. because the diaphragms for them are so fragile. Mm. Whereas the giant tap, if you're looking at the carburetors and you see that it's not a mechanical carb anymore, that's got a, uh, a roof on it, so to speak. It's got a cylinder on top of the carburetor. That's an early CV. They were vacuum-based carburetors, but they're very robust and they're very durable because the vacuum chamber is really large and it has a large slider that moves up and down. Mm -hmm. Or like the CB450s where they didn't have a diaphragm. No. It was just a, a, uh, a machine fit. It was a machine fit. And it, it sucked right. up and down by and itself. And there wasn't a wafer-thin piece of <laughs> rubber. Balloon. Balloon. It would literally is the same rubber you'd expect to find but in a balloon. Sir, you have to have the wafer. It's it a wafer-thin diaphragm. Very, very good. Fucking garbage. Because <laughs> those, right, they would rip like nobody's <laughs> business. You looked at them the wrong way. They ripped. You try to take the carb apart to service it. Yeah. They would rip. Okay. Or... Because the gas would get in them, they would get deformed, and you could never put them back in right again. Okay. They'd always I, wrinkle. I, I love how the jets have, I mean, if I'm not correct, or if I, they, the jets have the little holder, yep. and they have to have the little rubber bung. They have to have a bung. Yep. And then there's a there's actually not just a, a uh, pilot jet yep. and a main jet. There's a third. Like yes, a, there is. There's like three different jets. That's in right. Them. Ugh. And they're a nightmare to work on. And it's hard to find parts for them. So most of the time you can't find the parts you need to rebuild those carbs. You just got to try to find the one set of carbs right. that isn't all deteriorated and rat fucked out. So 
they also had a problem lubricating the top end. So with the CB350, you had a Slinger oil pump, and mm -hmm. the Slinger oil pump, one of its weaknesses was a bike that didn't get ridden a hell of a lot would get clogged up. The Slinger oil pump would kind of get particulate matter in there. And the bike sat for a long time. The passageways that went from the bottom of the motor to the top, where you need all the lubrication, would get filled up, just like, you know, clogged arteries, right? And the CB360 was notorious for this. So they had a lot of problems getting enough lubrication to the top end in the 360 motors. And 360, like, I'm having a head problem or a cam problem or a top end problem and a CB360 was a very common concern. And not rare at all for us to pull them apart and find the cams are just cooked and blue and shitty. So yeah. this is why, so like when you're looking on, like you're a guy who wants a vintage bike and right. you're looking at all the Hondas and the 350s and you're like, wow, they're like $4,000 for a nice bike. Yeah. And then you see the 360 pop up that's yeah. red with the nice stripes Perfect. and it's yeah. all fucking cool. Yeah. And it's like 1800 bucks, 3000 miles. 600 bucks. Yeah. yeah. We had a phone call today from a guy and I love it starts like this. Hey, uh, I need to bring you in my 74 CB360. Mm. I'm going to have you put an electronic ignition on it. And I'm like, and? He goes, I heard on your podcast, they're like 200 bucks. And I'm like, yes, the electronic ignitions are rather inexpensive. But that's not going to solve your problem. How do you know? Well, then as I talk to guy longer and longer, I find out this motor's been rebuilt two times. Oh, wonderful. So the first time he discovered the motor had a bad crank. He didn't discover it. The guy he paid money to fix it discovered it. Right. And the guy said, we got to find you another motor. Oh, so now geez. this is two different motors. It's a Franken motor. Yeah. So now it's a Franken motor. And he's like, well, sometimes it'll run on both cylinders. And then sometimes it doesn't run on both cylinders. Yeah. And he's like, but I'm sure an electronic ignition will fix it. Yeah. Fuck no. you. That means you're going to bring it to me on the high hopes of $200 and two hours of labor. And your bike's going to be perfect. Meanwhile, what we're going to do is you're not going to tell us. It takes me an hour on the phone doing counseling with somebody to find out the real story and the right. forensics. Well, why would he put a $13 coil in it to see if it, that's what the problem you is? Know, and what meanwhile what I'm thinking is we've got a top end problem and that when the bike's cold, it's running fine. But when the bike gets hot, it's not yeah. running fine because everything in your valve timing goes to shit or you got a bad valve seat or any one of the other right. 200 problems that could be happening with a valve guide or any other thing that's causing that and bike. I think as Honda went later on, and, yeah. or at least in those years, and I know with the CMs, the valve springs weren't as, 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 Robust. as stiff as no. they were. In the no, they weren't. Bikes. And those motors were just, I'll just say what it is. The CM series, not great. Um, it was definitely a price point thing. It was just to make money. and. God, man, you're right. Looking at those bikes is just like, fuck you, Honda. You know, Honda's had so many things where they hit it out of the park, and those things are just, like, boring. I mean, you talk about white bread. They are just a junk. A CM185, a CM200, herpetitis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't. Was like, I oh, dabbled, I and it was yeah. not a I got a CM200. It's going to be great. No, it's not. You know how cheap that bike was? Cable-operated front disc brake. Who the fuck does a cable-operated front disc brake? Can you not spring for a master cylinder? Jesus Christ, how cheap are you trying to be to have a cable-actuated disc brake? Come on, man. Like, there was yeah. a price point to meet. Yeah, Honda was phoning it in. Like, everything about that bike, those CMs were pretty bad. Yeah, they were you know, terrible. The CB200T, that's another one, too, you know. So, and then the CB500T is another fucking notch in the quiver of just garbage 
a bike that wasn't right from the day it was new. You know, they were just bad bikes. Those are the dark years for Honda, man. Yeah, it's too bad because they had a lot of great bikes. Well, good one, Steve. That's on the money. Yeah. Kromke, we know you love that R1200C, so yeah, you're all over that. Uh, I would like to give honorable mention to any of the victories from like the victory 92s, like the early victories. Oh, the square cylinders. So, oh my God. My, my, were ugly. my run up, and I can't believe nobody else mentioned it, was the Honda fucking Rune. Oh, the Rune. Yeah. Well, the Rune is an exercise in like, let's just, let's just go for it. Yeah, but it's hideous. It is hideous. And it has the rear uh, fender that, you know, Emma mentioned this. There it goes. First gear, third gear. Yeah, that's it. Henry Pal Harry Palace goes shooting by. Yep. But Emma mentioned it. It has that rear angled rear fender. Right. So the Jesse James style fender that swoops all the way. So instead of stopping at the plane of right. the road right. or stopping at the plane of vertical so that no water could possibly come out of it, right. it kept going until it was literally going to the concrete. And it followed the curve of the tire. tire. And it sucked up like a dog trying to drag yep. its ass on the carpet. Yep. And that's what they look like. When you see a rune go down the road, you're like, oh, it's got some poop on its butthole. And it's just trying to wipe it off on the carpet. <laughs> that style of fender looked good to some people for like two or three years. It always looked like shit to me. And I just never cared for it. it didn't they like, have one after that, though? Didn't they have... Didn't they make another rune that looked semi-okay? I don't know. It was almost know. like an F8... It was almost like a like a the precursor to the F eights. Oh yeah, but I, I thought they called that the Rune too. But it was like they had that ugly one with that ugly fender. But then yeah. they went to one that was more like a it looked like more like an F eight, and then they went to the F eight, and the Rune was gone. The Rune was an exercise in we have to make this look different. Yeah, and they sure we, did. Not we have to make this look good. Yeah. Right, right. We had to do different things. It has to not look like other bikes. But didn't it have like three, like the front forks had like three things going yeah, so on. Yeah, so the, like the way the front works, the way the front fork works on a Rune is it has a, it's a leading link, trailing link front suspension. It has both happening at the same time. So where is the actual spring? The work, when you hit a bump on the front wheel of a Rune, mm -hmm. these two shock absorber rods in the middle of it move up towards you somehow. Hmm. It's the most ridiculous thing, but I'm sure it weighs a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. that bike has, what is the weight of a Rune? It has I to be like 1,200 pounds or something, right? It's like uh, yeah, let's let's try and find out what the, like, what the weight of a Honda Rune is because it's going to be probably a probably 700 pound right it has to be it has to be huge it has to be like a lot of weight yeah okay, right here we go 811 pounds and that's like without bags that's oh that's nothing that's... and honda tends to weigh things dry with no battery in it, right right so an nrx 1800 rune legit weighs 811 fucking pounds so with with fuel and everything in it your 900 pound bike yeah i mean and that's long. And that is interesting because that number is very close to my Harley Davidson with a 103 cubic inch motor with all the police shit. Yeah, right. So, you know, Road King police model and the Rune with nothing, the Rune naked. Look at the carbonized Honda Rune. The carbonized? Yes. Oh my God, Look I'm up. so scared. So that has a the windshield that you can't see through. And a How about this? The the front suspension is defined by Honda as being a 
trailing bottom link fork. Trailing okay. bottom link. So yeah, that's not a leading link. A no, trailing a trailing link. bottom trailing link. link. Right. Like yeah. a Vespa. Yeah. Well, a trailing. <laughs> yeah, a trailing bottom link. So it is like a Vespa. It's it's the same design as a fucking Vespa. So if you touch the front brake, yes, it will dive. It will, and then there's probably uh, nine thousand pounds of uh, shock absorber mm. or spring to keep that from happening. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That is. It's just. Oh man. But yes, the Rune is one of those things that... And what's the value? When it, like, what was the price when it was released? And what, what can you find a Rune for now? So they, they are quite valuable um, really? in so much as we, there are many people that collect them. Really? And it's a bike that went straight from being, it's um, available, it's dying on the showroom floor, we can't sell them, we can't get rid of them, to, oh, they're collectible, mm. right? And They're beanie babies. Yeah, I think it is a beanie baby mentality, <laughs> and that's exactly right. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's true. I did, and and I did see a chopper version of a rune that they got rid of that entire front front end, and they put upside down forks on it. Hey, how did the bolt work out for Honda? Like the chopperish. You like, mean the Fury? The Fury. Well, who did the bolt? Oh, that's Yamaha. Yamaha did the Kawasaki bolt. Bolt. Kawasaki okay. bolt. But the Honda was what? The Fury. The Fury. The Fury. How did that work out? I still laugh every time I see one. The Rune with six into sixes on it looks good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. But the Fury was horrible too. Would you guys like to hear this? Yes. The only downside is that repair costs are horrendous. Each Rune left the American Honda plant in Marysville, Ohio, costing the company over one hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And sold for just a quarter of that price. Wow. Ouch. Quote says, uh, Honda has to get its money back somehow, and therefore repairing a rune is never going to be a cheap exercise. Wow. Yeah. So that's frightening. So if you uh, find a $5,000 one, you're still looking at terrible. Just don't ever break it. Yeah. So that's just the, my, my, big, my best advice on a, a rune would be don't scratch it anywhere. Um, so uh, uh, Kirk Compton. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, Kurt Compton, who is the owner of State 8, he has a large collection. Yeah, that's the one with six into six and a normal front fork. It's wicked looking. But it ain't a fucking rune. No. It could be a gold wing. You could do the same thing with a gold wing. It, it is many things, that thing, but it is not a rune. Right. But uh, So Kurt has collected them for ages. So when I went into Kirk's warehouse one time in Cuyahoga Falls, I went in there and he had rune runes in the crates. Oh, so he had shit. runes in the crates up to the ceilings. Wow. Yeah. So he had runes, and then he had runes in the crates. So he's runes like, the fuck the stock stack. market. I'm putting yeah. all my money into runes. Well, and again, that's one of those things that if you'd have bought every GB500 you could lay your hands on in 1992 when dealerships were trying to give them away and just sat on them, yep. you'd be in great shape right now. You know? Oh, so yep. That's there are bikes that do that. But I have a couple of customers here. I have one customer that has well over 100,000 miles on a rune. Oh. And he rides the piss out of it. But that, that guy's cool. He's cool. Yeah. And he loves his rune. And it does look like, you know, there's a it's lot. It's ruined of, him. Well, it's ruined him. <laughs> oh. Well, there are a lot of plastic chrome pieces on a room. Yeah. And Honda's plastic chrome never ages well. No. No. It's somehow it's plastic chrome, but it still pits. I don't know how they do that. So they've given it the worst properties of plastic and the worst properties they want of chrome. It to be really like chrome. Yeah, they're really like chrome. This is so authentic, it pits. So, yeah. so wait, I think we discussed this a week ago, but I was trying to figure this out because it kind of messed with my head. Yeah. So is chrome 
is chrome the less shiny part or is it a clear so that the, goes over a shiny metal so chrome plating and i'm i'm really not the best person to ask about this but i've paid for a lot of it right um it is a electrochemical process right where you are taking highly cleaned metal right passing an electric charge through it and then putting it into a liquid solution that is uh, metallic floating in suspension. The, right. and the, the liquid is usually uh, uh, acid. It's, oh, I can't remember. I'm trying to think of a battery has what the acid is a catalyst. Catalyst. Yeah, so catalyst, right. it's, you know, copper. So, so it actually starts out several different layers. Copper, nickel. So you usually yeah. you start out with copper, which is copper is a soft coat. So right. is it so different you, tanks? Cop, the Do copper, they move it? Right. So yeah. they, they plate it with copper first. Yeah. And that's meant to fill it in imperfections, and then you polish. So through each stage, you have to repolish it. And then nickel makes it silver. Mm -hmm. And then the final stage is chrome, and chrome is clear, actually. So it and is. that's what gives it a diamond, you know, a really hard surface. So what is chrome? Is it chromium. actual? It's chromium. Really chromium. So okay. chromium is, you know, it is an element. Right. Chromium is a type of steel. So it's kind of like a hardcore electroplating wax. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, right? Like if you would try to it describe that. It builds I mean, it's you, just like You electroplate it, you polish yeah. it. You electroplate yeah. it with nickel, you polish it. Okay. And then you electroplate it with chrome and you polish it. So what if you right. don't, like if you don't polish the other stuff, it just becomes like bubbly, it's not, shitty it's chrome not, or something? It's not well, mineralized. Oxidizes. The chrome prevents the oxidation of what's underneath it. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah. But even nickel, but it would, or it, you know, you could stop at nickel plating is yes, very nice. Absolutely. Yeah, right. A nickel plate works out really well, but it's not as mirror-like and shiny as right. once you polish nickel and then put a coat, a clear coat of chrome on it, it is mirror-like. Right. Okay. And chrome is very hard. Yes. It's uh, very resilient. Right. Right, right, right. That's why, you know, they always say that it takes a lot to suck the chrome off of a tow hitch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and the, the biggest thing with chrome plating places is all of the chemicals involved in the process are Caustic, will kill you. Yeah, all uh, of them. Yeah. So cyanide involved. In yeah, it too. the EPA gets involved, and very few places are set up well enough to prove that they're taking care of that and not poisoning the people that live around there. And every chrome shop I've ever gone into has always been vat upon vat upon vat. Air in the room you don't want to breathe. You walk in there and you're like, right. ow, that hurts. Right. Okay. And then guys working there with no paperwork, you know, guys that probably shouldn't be where they are. And, uh, or like, you know, hey, it's the only job I could get. Right. And they're just constantly dipping parts. <laughs> and, you know, a part, you'll get about a one mil coating in a vat, a one mil coating for every hour it's in the it's in the slurry, it's in the yeah. in the vat. So they leave it in there with an electrical charge on it for a given period of time. So you have an anode and yep. a cathode. Anode and a cathode. It's yep. a lot like a battery, you know. It is. Oh, yeah. You're basically your part is going to become the the plate. You're passing okay. electricity through it, you know. And the like the whole thing is Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. If you were gonna re-chrome something what what does the chromer expect you to deliver to them? A clean piece, but they're going to clean well, it anyway. Well, then here's the thing yeah. too. Now imagine you're going to take a piece that's already been chromed, right? And the first thing they have to do is pickle it and put it. In. That wins the shittiest sounding motorcycle <laughs> award. That, seriously, that just sounds like a big <laughs> elephant fart. Like 
Nothing about that sounds sexy. <laughs> I'd rather listen to a generator. Yeah. yeah. The helicopter landing at the hospital sounds way better than that fucking horrible yeah. thing. But the first thing you have to do is then, you know, pickle it and get all the chrome and everything off and get yeah. it back down to the bare metal. So right. what, are you, what, are you, what are you adding in the solution to do that? What removes It's just that? acid. It's a oh, strong acid it's bath, okay. you know. And I'm not sure exactly which type of acid, whether it's a muratic acid or what, you know. There's right. various different types of acids. And acids, when they react, they produce hydrogen and salts and stuff like that. So they, you know, there's all kinds of chemistry involved with it, you know. Yeah, uh, I think too, I wonder too, if when they're burning off, when you're trying to get the, the chrome off, if they take it off in layers, because, you know, you have your positive net, you have an anode and cathode. Right. right. Do they reverse that when they pickle it to take the chrome off and try to, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like use the electricity against it or something. Unplate it. The, the yeah, opposite yeah. of plating it. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Very so here we go, guys. From a health standpoint. Hexavalent or hexavalent chromium is the most toxic form of chromium in the U.S. The, the EPA regulates it heavily. The EPA lists hexavalent chromium as a hazardous air pollutant because it is a human carcinogen, a priority pollutant under the Clean Water Act, and a hazardous constituent under the Resources Conservation and Recovery Act. Due to its low cathodic efficiency and high solution viscosity, a toxic mist of water and hexav hexavalent chromium is released from the bath. Wet scrubbers are used to control these emissions. The discharge from the wet scrubbers is treated to precipitate the chromium from the solution because it cannot remain in the wastewater. Boy, oh boy. Um, maintaining a bath surface tension of less than 35 dynes per centimeters requires a frequent cycle of the treating the bath with a wetting agent and confirming the effect on surface tension. I'm going to tell you I've not seen any of that happening in any chrome shop I've ever been in. <laughs> it is always just a bunch of hillbillies going, eh, put it back in. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is it. And you know when you walk in there. It ain't shiny enough, Phil. Well, what we got to do, man? I have picked up shit from Cromers where they were like, it's all done. And I held the part up my hand and went, dude, this is nickel. Yeah. Like you didn't finish. Yeah. Because they're all fucking meth heads. And they just like, <laughs> I don't know, it's shiny. Like, or they, they're chrome heads. They're just getting high well, off yeah, their fucking Yeah, they're handing stand. me this shit. And I'm like, oh, they're like 300 bucks. And I'm like, it's not chrome yet. <laughs> this looks like my uncle's 45. This is not chrome. <laughs> you know? And... They get all, you know the triple hard chrome yeah. is I Industrial. believe is they've tr they've triple chrome yeah. plated it yeah yeah it's nothing to do with shininess it has everything to do with the dur durability of it and the corrosion resistance so what do you think made people go I mean obviously it's shiny and humans like shiny things I know oh. but like is like what is what is comparable to chrome that's not shiny carbon fiber no but, uh, <laughs> right but Italian you know, chrome you could yeah. uh, you could do all kinds of different stainless treatments. steel ceramic. you could parkerize yep. you could tinnifer you yep. could when you look in the gun world there's all different yep. types of diamond like coatings yep. that could go on you know your surface metals right uh the ft500 ascot has black chrome on it black it's not chrome. silver chrome right so yep. somehow they put a black substrate yep. underneath black the chrome. oxide yep. yeah black yep. oxide and then chrome plated it. yep my brother used to work in a black oxide factory where they black oxided tons of metal parts and you know guess what black ox oxide is very hard it's a you know yep. that's why they use it in sandpaper and that's stuff right like that. okay yeah so um but that's it there's a lot of different ways you can keep metal from rusting mm -hmm. the weird thing is that chrome which is ubiquitous in the motorcycle industry is one of those things that really you know it, it does a really good job of protecting metal from rusting Right. It does a great job, but you have to stay on top of it. Right. And it does put up, I mean, we had, we had a Moto Guzzi come in here that was like a 70s Moto Guzzi, early 70s bike. I don't think it had been washed in its life, 70-some thousand miles. And 
I put an hour into cleaning it up and it looked fucking gorgeous. I mean, oh. the pipes looked great. And they have powder coats that are chrome powder coated, yep. but it does not look like- It doesn't like, look the same. Right. It does yeah. not look like well, the- powder coat is just, it's just like a, a, a glorified paint. Realistically, yeah, well, it's I mean, electrostatically it's just, applied at a yeah. very high temperature. And it's melted plastic. Right, it's a coating of plastic. Yeah, right? yeah that's what yeah. it is. And they do have powder coats now that will suffer 1,200 degrees. I know a guy who does wood-fired plastic coating. Or really? Uh, wood-fired? Uh, yeah. Wow. Janus. Yeah, wood-fired powder coating. That was one of the that's greatest. Hilarious that was the yeah. funniest thing you've ever said, is to tell the guy, I want your Amish guys to... Create a completely chrome Janus. Yes, exactly. When you said that, I was like, that's totally not disrespectful and the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. What's wrong with a chrome Janus? I like all chrome bikes. No, it'd be great, but yeah. how are the Amish going to do that? With chrome plating. The same way they do anything. The same way they do everything. Shaking their head at the stupid English. <laughs> yeah. The same right, way they do everything. I just, I just imagine. I just imagine some dude on a wooden like bicycle pedaling. Yep. Trying to make the electricity. The paint. <laughs> the paint on his Amish bug buggy can't be black enough. Right. And he's gonna make a chrome part for a 250 cc Chinese powered bike. Right. For extraordinarily. High money. Money. I yeah. mean, for people who just really don't need it. I mean, it is really, it is just like, well, uh, uh, I don't know. Why shouldn't I put chrome on my side-by-side -side that goes in the mud and brings deers out of the woods? You know, why not put $10,000 worth of dress-up kit yeah, on it? The best when, when Honda chrome-plated everything. That, yeah. My Honda mower, chrome-plated oh, yeah. on the handle, chrome-plated yeah. on the muffler guard. Yeah, but the Honda generators of the day had chrome on the chrome yeah. tube steel frame, but, chrome this, chrome that, chrome but for you, But thing. for you to put together, like we're talking to this dude, everything's going great. Yeah. And for you to put together that he's using Amish guys, right. and then to bring out like, well, I'd like to see a completely chrome bike. Which right. is fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I wonder who does their electronic ignitions. Yoder. <laughs> like, yeah. They're Mennonites. They're all Mennonites. Yeah, they're Mennonites are pretty highfalutin. Yeah. yeah. They have they, they, they the take the chrome off the bumpers on the station. Like, by the way, has anybody here watched Breaking Amish? No. Get on Netflix and watch Breaking uh, Amish. Why do I have a feeling this is another fake program? No, it's not. Dude. It's got to be fake. No, it's not. Is and this like, where the guys are cutting each other's beards in the middle of the night? No, no. Breaking Amish is when they go on Rom, Ring, Rom, Rom Springer, Springer yeah. but they don't come back. Oh. And one girl becomes a New York City model. Yeah. And then another girl that had Wait, no chance. That's already unbelievable. No, 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 no. This chick. No, your eyes have to be like more than like a half an inch apart. Are you no. suggesting the Amish have a shallow gene pool? No, no, no. Because here's the thing. She's the one that like they they thought she had a unique look, so they brought her in. Yeah. But the other Amish girls like, well, I can be models too, and they went there and they're like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't. No, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's amazing. It is. It is. I don't even know how to describe it. My, me and my wife don't like shows like that, but we, right. we, we were, well, I was high and she was drunk and we found the fucking show and, and now we can't stop. Now you can't stop it. Yeah. yeah. Like this dude went from being fucking Yoder, Captain Yoder to yeah. having like eyebrow rings and banging everything. Yeah. Like, well, it's fucking amazing. Oh, yes. I, we've been watching Love on the Spectrum and uh, that's people with either Asperger's or, uh, I, I, Autism, <laughs> and they're and it's like a dating game, and so they're trying on, to hook, they're trying to hook up, and it, it's it's cute, and but yeah. it's also like the brutal honesty of somebody with you know like yeah. this person. How do you feel right now? I'm very uncomfortable and nervous, 
but I'm still here with you, so I will try to have fun. I'm just going like to stay. conversations, and uh, it's just like, oh. I'm just going to stay over then, in like, the, the sideshow where the I'm comfortable. I feel for him so uh -huh. much because he's like, I am looking for a woman. She will have five things. She will be honest. She will be affectionate. She will be loyal to me, and I will treat her like he's got yeah. it all worked oh, yeah, out. Yeah. He's doing right. the right and he thing. will yeah. fucking nail all those points at all times, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Way in the Comic Con though. Yeah, it's, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. wow, man. Not not for me. Yeah. And then I did want to give a parting uh just just a little thing for us. So you know we talked about how Betty White has perished due to a timing yes, chain going yes. away. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, ba -dum. And so Betty White has been sitting over at Plangies. I went and stripped everything out of her. I mean, she's gutted to the walls. Blow up dolls, everything? Everything. Okay. Yeah, everything. So, I, And she wasn't, you know, she wasn't in service so long, so there wasn't as many fun <laughs> things in it, right? Jesus Christ. I thought you, like, I thought Betty White actually died. <laughs> 2020's been a hell of a year, Nick. Shit, that's never going to happen, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Girls are officially over. <laughs> no, no, no. The van formerly known as Betty White. Yeah. Because there was Betty Black or Black alive. Betty before Black that. Betty before right. that, yeah. yeah. The, the previous van was Black Betty, and this was Betty White. Bam, bam. Right. And so. <laughs> Anything Bam, Betty doesn't end well around here. I I'm telling you, man, we're gonna have to change our we're gonna have to change our naming strategy. So I went. It, so we've had this thing sitting over Palangis, and I did the mistake. I put it up on Facebook Marketplace. I wrote a beautiful ad, many pictures, gave a very clear description of what's going on. I have had now. Line one is timing chain failed. Motor in op must be towed away. Yeah. That's line number one. So if I bring if I bring coolant, can I drive it away? Oh no. uh, Number one thing is. How well does it run? How does it run? Do the brakes work? It doesn't. Brakes are fantastic, Nick. They're brilliant. The brakes are the best thing in the van because I just paid for all of them. Yeah. They're fresh. <laughs> They're brand fucking new. But here's the crazy thing is I put in the ad $1,500, right? Right. I have had more people, ridiculous numbers of people that have basically said, I'll give you 500 right now if you deliver it to Akron. <laughs> now... Here's a tip. Here's a tip from your Uncle Phil. If you go online for vehicle salvage, there's not one, but probably 200 websites where you can enter in the year, make and model of your shit, the VIN. Right. They'll ask you 15 questions about it. Like, does it run? Are the fenders all there? Does it have four <laughs> wheels? It's hilarious the questions they ask. Because you can imagine people have to, have Are to answer. Are scratches on the windshield? People right. have to answer no to some of those, right? So I answered the ones and I answer it completely accurately. They will come to the spot where the van is. They will pick it up and give me $565. Right. Okay. No, I mean, hands are clean. Right. Nothing. They just show up. They don't give a fuck. Right. You're like, this has this good, this good, this good. The body's good, this good. Motor right. bad. Yeah. $565. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's them making a hell of a profit. Right. So I throw it up at 1500 figuring, let the bidding commence. Right. And... Every time I've had people that are like, all right, I'll be there tomorrow. I'll give you 1200 mm. And I'm like, fair enough. Do it. Do it. They don't do it. Nope. No, they don't do it. They still, and I had a guy get there, get there and bother Shane at his job. He's like, well, start it up. <laughs> this is a guy that I told it doesn't fucking run. Right. Motor broke. Oh, I took the battery out of it. Do you know why? I don't even want you under the intent, like the, the implication that it could run right. or start. The battery's in the back of my other van. Okay. This guy showed up today and he's like, yeah, start it up. 
Are you fucking kidding right. me? So I'm convinced now that the level of people who ask questions on Facebook Marketplace, no. They all need to go to a uh, well, Corona camp somewhere. What you need yeah. to say is motor removed. And then when they show up, they're like, well, what's there's that? a motor still in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations, but it's a boat anchor. So I don't consider it a motor. Yeah. So, and yeah. I have, I made it specifically here. It's for parts or motor rebuild only right, and all that right, bitch. Right, right. But so just letting you know, if you list something on Facebook, the more time you spend making the listing amazing yeah. is directly proportionate to the amount of frustration and psychosis you will have when the people contact you with insanely stupid questions. Oh yeah. yeah. So I think it's better to just hit them at their own level and just be like, runs great, $6,000. Right. And then when they get there and they discover it doesn't run great and they offer you 1500, you can be like, well, I have I'll noticed, I have noticed, because I've sold a few things, a few yeah. ATVs and stuff on the thing. Right. I've noticed that, the, is it available, and will you take $200 guys or assholes, and you can ignore oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you that. get a thing from somebody, yeah. and I'm not, I mean, who knows, but like for at least my experience, when I got something where somebody put five minutes of thought into right. their question. Right. Like, hey, I've noticed your ad. My name's Tim. Right. I'd like to come see your vehicle. Yeah. If it's everything that you say it is, I will offer you this, and it's right. realistic. Yeah. That guy's probably real. Yeah. But yeah. The, is it available? Right. Would you take two hundred? Um, my mom had one. It's not worth what you're asking, and all that other bullshit. <laughs> Those are the ones that you skip. You know, like it's just. It's yeah, I, I. It's it's strike. It was striking. I've had four four people who have agreed to meet me at a certain time this morning at 8.30, I was there. Like, I was there showing this van to people that just didn't show up. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So a guy who deals with people buying stuff from you right. all day long in a shop. Right here, yeah. How different is that from what you get at Facebook Marketplace? It's pretty different. So it is pretty different because in here, we we kind of understand that you're coming in and there's a certain, like some people put their shields up and they're trying to be like, Oh, I'm going to protect myself in this environment and everything else. But you know, when you have the expectation of a dead van, right? Like I assure you this van is dead, right? It's in beautiful. Like the, the you're body selling, works You're gorgeous. selling a yeah. dog that's right. dead. Yeah. I'm you're I'm, like my, this, this golden retriever right. is dead. We are making no claims to anything <laughs> other than I know I can get five sixty five for it. If the guy shows up and tows it away. <laughs> right. But it, what I can tell you is at the end of this adventure, I'm probably going to take 565 for it and have the guy tow it away <laughs> because that's how fucking maddening Facebook Marketplace is. <laughs> that I may, in fact, call one of those like nameless, faceless places on the Internet right. who is literally just going to show up with a record, take it and part it out, you know, and that's it. And that's fine. But I do. I did speak with one person who is too far away right. where the logistics are a problem. And, and the guy's still- like and the guy was like. Yeah, I mean, I've I've rebuilt five or six of those motors. A good a good mechanic who knows what he's doing can have that thing running tip top for you for less than two grand. Right. And I'm like, what's it going to cost me to get this van to you, and then just give me fifteen hundred bucks, right? Well, right now with yeah. plane flights costing seven dollars, you should just fly them in, like <laughs> send them four masks, and he can live in the van. Yeah. While send he's him a fixing scuba it. tank. Give him yeah. five hours of scuba air and send the fucking guy over. Just move into the van and fix it while he's there. There's, you know, it's already located at Palanges. It's at Shane's shop, right. so that's good. Yeah, he's get a part-time there. job working there. Well, I was looking at that 4.6 motor today in a Crown yeah. Vic. Right. And I'm like, oh yeah. Well, first of all, I was thinking like, oh, it's a bushrod motor. No, that is actually a dual 
overhead cam motor. Yeah. So you've got yeah. two, timing two timing chains. Two timing chains. Yep. And it's not just pull a timing cover off and no. change. Oh, no, no, no. Everything's got to come off the front of the motor. Yeah. Now, my buddy yeah. says that the two halves can come off separately. And you can leave some of the accessories. You actually just take those covers off and right. leave the accessories yeah. and you can get in there. And it's still a whole boatload of bill right. bullshit, right. especially on a van. Right. And then Shane brought up a good point that it's an interference motor, so yes. you might have a duff valve. So that means like right. heads should probably That's come done, up. That's done, man. And, you know, yeah. like oh god. Look, there's a thousand YouTube videos on spark plugs that don't come out of these motors. Right. I mean, there is literally the, tr the these motors are notorious for taking a spark plug and never giving it back. And that's not a good way to live. So that's, that's a bad way to live. Did you like my comment? I went, I watched a 13-minute video yeah. on how to rebuild this motor, yeah. so you should be able to do it in 20 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> no big deal. Fuck yeah, man. Bring it on. So if you were a dude that was like, oh, I like that van a lot, and I'd like to put a crate motor in it, what right. are you looking at price-wise? I have no idea. Okay. I have well, no 2, idea. Twenty five hundred for a crate motor. And, I've done and I've done crate motors in small black Chevys before that were two grand and they were amazing. Right. And I will never ever ever rebuild another one ever because of that. <laughs> and the one company I worked with, Jasper, they sent me the crate motor, and I took the crate. I took you know, and it, it had instructions on the outside of the crate how to open the crate. Yeah. And then I opened the crate, took the crate motor out, put my old motor in the crate. And sent it back and got a two hundred dollar uh, core, core for it. That's nice. awesome. And yeah. I think the Jasper in my El Camino, I think that motor all told like done. Probably, I think I spent about nine hours doing the job correctly. You know, really? just, you know, in there just doing it as I would in a '69 El Camino with your Harbor Freight motor thing and. And I had a proper, yeah, I had a proper right. motor lift and. Uh, and it wasn't that hard to do, but the best thing was the Jasper motors, like it comes with a fucking warranty. Oh. Like that's insane to buy a rebuilt motor that had hardened valves and everything in it right from the factory. It was perfect. And it didn't, it didn't lack for anything. It was, it was absolutely right. It was on the money. What's up, man? What's up? What's going on? We saw something interesting, man. We had to stop. You had to stop, right? Yeah, we're recording a motorcycle podcast. We have a, a guest. Yeah, that's bike. exactly it. Yeah. So yes, that's we do this like every Thursday or Friday night. We bullshit and drink beer and talk about motorcycles. Yeah. Well, that's why exactly it. So that's why we more motorcycles when we get a chance there, right? Exactly. When we get a chance to, we bring it outside, and we got the weather for it, and then you get the awesome audio of all these bikes going by. The quarter mile yeah. here. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what this is. This is the Smedley's quarter mile. So we've seen we've seen more than one bike passing here today at over 100 miles per hour. Oh, easy. Yeah. So it's it's always on, including mine with both yeah, of you exactly. guys. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, that's that's why when we get the opportunity to, if we can record outside, we always do it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always more fun. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, we've been doing the podcast for you know what nine years. So, and we just get together and talk about motorcycle shit and drink. There you go. Fantastic. Where you work? Oh, very good. Excellent. You see, got to have more of that. Do you work on just the twin or do you work on everything? Super nice. Everything? Right now cool. What's the name of your shop? DC Moto. DC Moto. Fantastic. Where are you located? North Ridgeville. North There you go. You just got a flood. 5,500 people just heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh really? <laughs> I noticed like you've got a very shiny bike. Very good-looking bike. That fat yeah. boy is looking very nice. Yeah, yeah. That is a very, very shiny bike. Yeah. You guys don't sell the No, we stopped carrying the Gootsies uh, a couple of years ago. 
So just uh, just one of those uh, supplier problems. At all. So, you know, management. So yeah, so we don't carry them anymore. If they change their ways, we'll get them right back. No, no, we're just kind of, some people, you know, various different walks of life. We're all motorcycle enthusiasts, though. So we all ride a bunch of different shit. Oh, it's being yeah. very nice to these guys. Yeah. I retired. Yeah, he's retired, so, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. So that, that truck is doing laps. Yeah. That truck's definitely cruising. Yeah. These guys. Are well, yeah, that's fantastic. So where's your detailing shop? You're in Parma? Do you just do bikes or cars too? Just bikes. So that's fantastic. No, there isn't. Do you, have any tips, area. do you have any tips for us about, you know, what's a what's the right thing to do and what's the wrong thing to do when you're detailing a bike? Are you with the dry method? Do you wash them first or do you just go all dry? You definitely wash them first, dry them off, let them dry. So you have to wash the bikes? First I have my question. Dry. My question is, how do you get boot rubber off a hot, a hot header? Razor blade. Razor blade. Yeah, All right. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, my, biggest, that's my biggest thing around here because everybody puts straight pipes on their bikes and everybody leaves their boots, their boots on their pipes. So <laughs> these people almost be walking around with boots that look like horseshoes. Because every bike I work on just has big, thick rubber down the side of it. Yeah, yeah. Just bend the razor in the same Bend the razor. Slide, slide it right down. Right on. Right on. Don't, Don't scratch it. Right. Yeah, let the chrome do its job. Yeah, that's a good tip. That's fantastic. Because what I've been doing usually is I get them, get the pipe hot, and then use brass steel wool, because the brass won't scratch chrome. But that's a, main, that's a pain in the ass. you got to get the bike hot first. Usually end up losing your fingerprints when that happens. So, yeah, I like the razor blade trick a lot better. <coughs> Much cooler. Oh, that's cool. So, how do people get in touch if they want their bike detailed? Uh, just go through DC Moto. Go through DC Moto. Yeah. All right, good to yeah, know. Facebook is DC Moto Mike. DC Moto Mike. Bike. Bike. Okay, DC Moto Bike. Right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. People do listen to this podcast. People show up all the time with you know, kicking around. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's that's all we do. That is exactly yeah. it, and we do it once a week and like clockwork, man. It's something like a, we were just we started in the garage building bikes and had the microphone going, and then it just like okay, well we can do a little better. And we the, the people who listened up. to it didn't like the audio quality of us smoking and like spilling beers and shit. So we got proper gear, and Steve came in and brought us a mixing board, and we actually sound like we know what we're fucking doing. So. Yeah. That's that's most of the work right there is fooling people into thinking you know what's up. So yeah, that's right. That's exactly that's right. <laughs> Good times. Well, cool. That's it. We're wrapping up. So maybe they I can had a show and tell this. item. Do you want to do that? Or do you oh, you have show, oh yeah, yeah. Bring out your show and tell item. Yeah. Oh, bring it up. Okay. So yeah. this is gonna take a little. Is bit. this a video or an audio show and tell item? Well, if you're gonna do okay. it, do it I like in front it. of the camera though, so we can see whoa, whoa, whatever whoa, what? you're doing. Wait, wait. There's fire involved. Uh oh. Okay, I'm in. Oh, There's fire Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac's right. got Holy. fire. Holy shit, look at that. What is this? Did you jo steal what that? What is from this? Jesus' welder? Wait, tell us what it is. In there. I thought that was yours, Phil. It's a blowtorch. A blowtorch. Blow look at that. That's look a that. proper, proper cooker right there. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Mike. You could God. roast a marshmallow or two with that so motherfucker right there. Like, so this is white gasoline. That's white gas, yeah. yep. Yeah. This actually would just 
you know, I mean, back in the day, they just used gasoline. Whatever you had. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, right on. Yeah. That takes a little bit. I didn't have a chance to fill it up. Okay. All right. I, I brought this for Rand. Rand was talking about his cares. You know, he was into... He was having a, a Coleman fetish going. Yes, on. he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, very yeah. much into so Coleman's. What you have there is that's your much pump. The pump. That's you know, the pump, right? Pressurize the chain. Everything like that. Yeah. So now the process here, and I don't know if we can get. All and this so that's got camera. a leather gasket in the pump instead of a rubber thing that would dissolve or fade away. It's got a yeah. leather gasket. And I have the proper rusty old can. It is a rusty can. Oh, yeah, that yeah, can that's, looks that's like proper. it came with your <laughs> shit. <laughs> I like that. He's like that. This could go fucking wrong real quick. Yeah, he's moving his shiny bike. Away. I like the way he's like. Yeah, they, he's like a bomb over there. A little bit. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Uh, these two, I've never seen these two guys back away so fast. Oh man! Gas all over the place. Yeah, so yeah, make yeah. sure to get the white gas everywhere. That's okay, yeah. because right? Because you have to fill the drip pan full of gas. Oh, so you can light the whole thing on fire. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So the drip pan is like the pan up. on old flintlock. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all right. I want to make sure this is on kind of tight because yeah. Well, you don't want fire to get into the. <laughs> We don't want to fire get, to get into the pressurized chamber. Do we have Do we have a, a way to put him out? Is, is, <laughs> I do have a fire extinguisher. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get right. the fucking video going. Right. That'll Come be on. the first thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. He's pumping the shit out of it. All right. There it is. All right. There you go. Can you send me that? Yeah. The leather gasket has to get wet enough. It swells up. Yep. Right. Okay. Some All right. He's like, he's finger banging this thing slowly. All right. So he's like 20 to 30 good pumps. Okay. All right. You got to pressurize it. And especially since Is this according to the manual that was chiseled in stone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually did some good research and, and looked these up. And yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So John is I masturbating like this thing. Pressure. No, there's definitely building some pressure. I can, I can so sense it. Take and pour some gasoline all over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait a minute. What are you doing? Okay, all right. You have all to right. fill up the cup. You got to fill the cup. There's, we okay. have video of this. I will be posting. Nick's right. going to send the video of this and I will post uh, yeah, it yeah, on yeah, this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Last time we saw John with his eyebrows. You loosely put the lid on the can and set it next to it. No, you put the can fucking far away. <laughs> Daniel, grab that can and take it away from John. Uh, now you want to put this All right. down and screw it down. Okay. <laughs> this thing, the technical term. Have you yeah. this before? Put the thing. Oh, he's clearly done no, it this before. This is the first time I've lit it since I soldered it back together. I don't <laughs> okay. know what's that's okay. The JB Weld will hold just fine. Yeah, you're fine. Right. You light it on fire. Right, you light it on and fire. And you run away. <laughs> oh, it's on fire. There's fire. All right. Check. You got that. It's, it's vaporizing. It is fuel. technically on fire. All right. So it just burns. It's still on yep. fire. So now you have a pressure vessel on fire. <laughs> I was going to say, I've, I've done the math on this. There's like a tube that actually acts as a catalyst that has to be heated up before it burns properly, oh, really? right? So if you turn it on a little early, you get a little flamethrower thing. So wait, is this like the actual procedure to light this thing on fire? Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. There is. You literally have to. I light have complete it on. confidence in you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
let's try it out a little bit. We turn it on. It'll just probably shoot a liquid thing of flame. Yeah, it's probably just going to shoot a jet of flame to right where their motorcycles used to be. Oh God. I'm a little nervous there. Oh, 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 the front's on fire. Oh, there we go. All right. Oh, it smells great. There it goes. There it goes. Wow. Oh, I can, I can hear it. Can you blow out the back end of it now? <laughs> no, it's not the pilot light. It'll go out on its own eventually. Yeah, okay, all right. That is blow torching. Not yet. So what is the point of this thing? It's a well, blow torch. if you get a piece of metal, I can hurt it like yeah. cherry red right. quick. Yeah. Okay. The blue part yeah, of the flame. Blue. So it's like old school map gas, right? right. Like yeah. something like that? No, oh, maps yeah. higher. Yeah, is maps it? way higher. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's definitely doing its job. All right. Do you, you can hear this. You it can hear. It pumped up more, but that's the one thing they tell you never to do. Is over pump it. Don't pump it while it's Don't lit. pump it while well, it's yeah. going. Yeah. Because when you stroke on the pumper, you're going to bring fuel up, right? Well, the pumper's probably halfway to red hot by now, too. Yeah, okay. Fair, fair enough. I've got a lot of fuel in the pan. <laughs> and, you're, and you're literally meant to hold this in your hand. Yeah, right. Like, you're supposed to hold this thing? I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, that's not good. Oh, God. Oh. John's on fire. Yeah. He's on fire. All right. Please don't burn to death. Oh, right. there, there it is. Yeah, right. well done. Well done. We're going to get a screwdriver or something. We'll, we'll make a cherry red. Oh, I don't doubt we'll make a cherry red. Jesus Christ. It's obviously... Can you hold my mirror back together? No. <laughs> Very nice. Uh-oh. Oh, little flame oh, going. Oh, there oh, it is. Oh, it leaks. Oh, there it goes. A little bit of leakage. All right, so we'll do the we'll do a sacrificial Chinese Phillips head. It's not quite as hot as it was. If you pump it up more, there's a lot of It's heat. really, I mean, this is interesting. Temperature-wise, it's right there. Nick is filming this on his phone, yeah, so hopefully I will have this overlaid out. upon this. But right, basically, I'm, I'm John is trying to burn uh, Phil's... better out here? Uh, or is the flame profile better? Oh, Chinese better in there. fire... Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely converting much better. What is that thing? Screwdriver. Oh, yeah. So they're they're burning a screwdriver. And our new friends are completely amazed with what's going on right now. Anybody got any open sores? <laughs> you got any moles you need burned off real quick? Anything that might be a carcinoma? How about a herpes? I got a herpes. I'll take care of a herpes real quick. And on that much fuel, this thing will burn for like forever. That is. Hey, check his wax job. See if that fucking thing is all yeah, waxed up. Uh, <laughs> you got that ceramic on there. Yeah. Well, Nick's dent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see if you can pull the dent out. No, guys. <laughs> I, you know what I wanted to I'm try to do the was, uh, I'm just putting it down. Oh, you got to burn a little beer? Now hold on. You got to open a beer with fire? Yeah. Oh yeah, here we go. No, it's just a beer bottle. It's going to melt it down. Oh, give wow. That, that is... Oh, it's weird. red hot in like two seconds, yeah, man. That, that took no time at all. Wow, that's impressive. I haven't tried melting a, a bottle yet. Well, you'll, you'll find out. Yeah. Soon. So John has put a beer bottle in uh, the way of the uh, 
blowtorch that he has created over here. Well, that's brilliant. I mean, and that thing is working. Scooping his frig. And how old is this, John? What year was this thing made? I mean, they started making these in the 1800s, I think. Yeah. And then now, what it has now, this was meant for like soldering and brazing oh, with lead. Okay. And so you'll notice they all should have a little ring here, which is hot. But what that's meant to is you have an andiron, yeah. which is a big copper block. Big copper block. Yeah. And you set it there, and you let that copper block get blazing Super hot. Blazing. And then you can take that copper block over, and you can use it for tinning and stuff right, like that. Exactly. Yeah. You walk the solder right into wherever you got to go. But can you light a cigarette? You just light your cigarette with the lighter, and you have what a fucking blowtorch right, right would there. Would you put your face anywhere near that? No, but okay, he would. Exactly. Yeah, right. Come on, man. Come on. Get up to the side. I don't know if it's going to melt the bottom. <laughs> That's not as... Uh, violent as it can be, like if I, I didn't. If it gets I would say right now it's running pretty nice. I mean that's. It's I so mean, consistent. It, it, I didn't expect this side, it. You can see the glass. Yeah. Is that was totally a fifteen-dollar red on this side of the Wow, that was nice. But I had to solder the bottom of it had you know seam let go and I saw oh, yeah. it. So you did lightly restore it. Yeah, lightly. Yeah. So how old is the gas that you put in it? That oh. looks like it's a hundred years old. I pick them up. I always buy yeah. a bold, bold I, Coleman fuel. I grab it anytime I can. And you can go to the Lakewood Dump and they got tons of those. That, that might be where that came from. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not new fuel, right? It's like old fuel. Yeah, it's super old. Yeah, yeah. yeah white but gas. It doesn't go bad, really. Yeah, white gas stays forever. Yeah. So what if you run white gas on our bikes? You can't. <laughs> it actually probably could. I mean, it, it is actually gas. It'll it's, run. It's more gas than kerosene. The problem is that it is not going to run at the right temperature. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Right. It probably doesn't have any anti-knock yeah. uh, characteristic. Right, right, right. I think that bottle's getting pretty cherry red. It is, for sure. Well, Why don't you put it up to your lips and give it a taste? starting to tip to the, away from the flame a little bit? It might be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, this is. I gotta say, it's working remarkably well. Yeah, for, I did not expect this. I thought you were gonna be I'm on fire. You, this has places for 19th century technology. <laughs> you need a lot of heat. I mean, okay, I've been. I've a been lot of intense heat, like on a lug nut or something like that, that you want to just really. You know, yeah, but I mean, I've been using burn zomatic since I was a little kid, and burn zomatic is just a much more modern version of right. this. Right. So. Burn zomatic doesn't got on nothing on that. No, as far as heat. Yeah, as far as heat goes, you're right. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we have an education on fire right there now. You go. That's so, really cool. Yeah. yeah, that's neat. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, look at that. Wow. That's yeah. it. Game on. So, well done. Uh oh, he's going full ball. Oh, oh, off. There it is. Well, that yeah, that was totally a valuable show and tell. That was good. I and like Nick that. filmed the whole thing, so yeah. we have a we have good video job. of that. All right. Well, next week, it, so. John's gonna bring leeches. John? <laughs> <laughs> next week, we're all gonna get leeches. It's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, can we top that? I don't. No, think I don't. I mean, that. that's pretty great. Yeah. That's that, that's fantastic. And we got video, so I'm gonna. Yeah. Nick's gonna send me the video, and I will have yeah. that on top of all our rambles. I think what I'll do is I have a in my house. I have a. Uh, a Model A. Take it easy, guys. Have a good we'll see you guys. Later, Cheers, man. man. Be safe. Yep. Yeah, so at home I've got a, a coil, an ignition coil from a Model A Ford. Okay. And it's wooden. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, wood. it's made of wood. Right. So we'll see if I can bring it in, if we can get it to fire. You're also made of wood.
There oh, it is. Sorry. A witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Later, guys. See you guys. Later, man. So it seems like that's probably the guy you want to know if you need a Harley Davidson motor rebuilt. There you go. There it is. Quarter mile is officially open. Yeah. I like yeah. how the mechanics bike's not quite as loud. No, but no, the, the Honda the, Shadow uh, is pretty yeah. cool, though. The, the other guy's right. But I mean, he's a. Uh, There you go. There it there is. You go. Right. That was so. That was from DC Motorbike. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. DC Motorbike um, in North Ridgeville, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, I think so. In Parma. Parma. Well, yeah. One's okay. Parma. One's yeah. North Ridgeville. Right. I think one guy's the detailer. One guy's the right. mechanic. Yeah, the one guy's the detailer. The other guy's so the mechanic. North Ridgeville detailer. Right. Parma. Parma. Okay. Right. There you go. DC Motorbike. And they had matching flames. They did have a lot of flames on their bikes. Yeah, so which very, is cool. Yeah, That's very cool. clean. Yeah. The, yeah, that was that guy. You can tell the guy's a detailer. That bike was. Ridiculously clean. I mean, they yeah. were cool guys. No I mean, problem. look, they stopped by, they, they bullshitted. And, yep. You know, it's biker guys doing biker shit. And you know what was really cool? Yeah. So you know how like helmets had dot and snow? Yes. But now they have the new FIM and the new rating for like the, the, the rotational force. Yes, so we, yes, exactly. His headband, so the MIPS. His headband had the new fucking. It was MIPS. <laughs> it was MIPS. He had a MIPS system in his headband? <laughs> he did. Nice. It was fucking great, man. <laughs> you checked it out. You know, I it's, did. It's I was good. looking. Yeah. It had the tag on yeah, the back. That's, that's a brand new headband. It was fucking amazing, man. Fucking those perfect. MIPS, those MIPS headbands are all, they're all the rage now, man. That's what I heard. You definitely don't want to cruise Main Street unless you got a MIPS headband. Uh, Dot and Snell headbands are so fucking... They're so last year. That's exactly it. It was a 3DO. It had a 3DO shell and a MIPS liner. It's perfect. Big skull on it. It's good to go. It, weighed, yeah. it only weighed 113 ounces. It was exactly it. Nothing but prison dicks. All, all the way. Oh, my God. All right. Again, anything else? I think we should... No. I have a fucking, no. We, can't, we can't top that. No, That's pretty great, man. We had, we had a fucking amazing guest last week. Yeah. And I don't even know what you call this. No, this is all over the place. But this is legitimately, this is the closest thing we're going to get to literally hanging out doing dumb shit. I think, you know yeah. what, this was this more than even mini mid-Ohio. Yeah. Today was a pretty good mid-Ohio day. It was, it was a good We hang. broke shit. We destroyed a new car. <laughs> we could, like, John Byrne stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is about as mid-Ohio as we hey, can get. We had get a hundred-year-old blowtorch. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's great. I mean, that, that You means... melted glass. You made yeah, yeah. sense, <laughs> man. Making art, but the uh, but that is cool. I mean, that's better than some guy farting through farting on a lighter. <laughs> Way cooler. You know, not what? that we haven't all done that. It's okay, but I will. I will also say that you guys have known me for quite a while. You know that I did go get the fire extinguisher. Yes, you right. did. You did. So I went and got the fire extinguisher because I'm older now. Can I yeah. tell you in high school? Please put me out. I, I would definitely put you out. <laughs> I know this guy's not listening. So this guy's yeah. name is Brian Westfall. And we were hanging out. It was 10th grade. And we're in underwear, going to bed. We're sleeping over. Okay. And he did the whole light the fart yeah. on fire. Blue flame. And yeah. he had three weeks of cream in his ass after Ooh. that. It went fucking in and just, well, oh, you know, yeah. she's so <laughs> terrible. in his bunghole. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> soiled his like bad, fucking seal shut. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't think. Cauterized his butthole. He yeah. did not understand the force that he was about to unleash. He thought it was going to be a little. <laughs> you know what happens, though? You know what? Burned, with, any, with anything, you blow out, yeah. something comes back in, right? You should have clenched. You should have clenched. should have clenched. I'll bet you clenched after that take a bite out of his ass. I bet you clenched real good. And on that yeah, note. That's it. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all I got. Ride yeah. fast and take chances. Ba-ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
Press the red green button. God damn it, it's the green button. Keep your stick on it.